from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka. This week on Nintendo Main, we got Eastward, and we're going to talk about that. And also, there's a direct coming, so we're going to make predictions for that. I failed you, Wario. I failed you. The Aladdin debate continues in a new generation. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 289, your place to hear predictions about upcoming Nintendo Directs and impressions of incredibly great games that are on the Switch right now. And we are your hosts. I'm Trey, scopeless but not hopeless, Johnson. I'm Jeremy, Mr. The Sonic Punk, Mikowski. I'm John, put Luigi in every game knitter. The the Sonic Punk, I just, uh, I just got that reference because I just got to that part where you're at so okay. i think you're much farther ahead than i am in that particular game i am but you've played like some of the some of my favorite story stuff oh, okay yeah i am I mean, um, it, it, it keeps getting there's there keeps being good story stuff but you've experienced some good stuff oh yeah no i mean i i expect it i'm sure it's, it has some really good stuff towards the end which we'll talk about in a minute but uh i don't know if you know like on the nintendo switch menu you can go when you go to your profile you can go to trending and it'll show you like all the games that your friends are playing, if they haven't made mm. their, if they haven't made their stuff unviewable, like John, and you can't see anything that John's ever played. But yeah, anything else you can see, it'll actually show you your time early. And Jeremy has like you have the highest amount of hours of all the people on there for Eastward so far, so that I know of. Oh wow, you have fifteen hours, is what it says. Yeah, I've got more than that now. Everybody else is around like four or five, I think, is what it said last time I checked. I don't know, but yeah, if you have your if you have your thing on silent for whatever reason you can't you can't see any of that stuff in there but let's talk off the show like we do every week and talk about video games that we've been playing and stuff that we bought so this week uh i put i officially put the nintendo switch audio bluetooth to rest r.i.p because i was uh i was pretty hot on it last week but i realized it didn't take very long for me to realize that there are some major problems with it as well i don't know if you've uh run into this jeremy i've seen a lot of people talking about the audio like audio being late i haven't run into anything like that but i had the complete opposite where my controller was getting messed up while while the Weird. while the bluetooth audio was on so I, I first noticed it when i tried to play tetris 99 because there was the tetris 99 uh, weekend event which i did play and i got the wario theme and all that stuff and I and, and it felt like not that many people were playing it, or maybe like the people who were playing it weren't that good because I got like to eighth place like on my first try. You know, I, I felt like it was easier. You know, it didn't seem like most of the time when there's a Tetris Maximus, it always feels like everybody's really good and you like get killed like right out of the gate. This one felt kind of easier. So maybe nobody cares about Wario, or maybe just the time that I was playing it, it was easier. Yeah, I feel I definitely failed Wario in that regard. I didn't play in time. I I loaded up after I saw you had it down in your notes. 
and this was last night. I'm like, maybe it's still up, but of course it was. I was gonna say, I think it went till Tuesday, till like Tuesday in the morning. But I mean, I did it. I, I almost forgot about it, but it was like Friday night or something, and I was like, oh, I'll play Touch Ninety Nine. And I wanted to just because uh, my just because my headphones are already synced to the Nintendo Switch, I wanted to see if I could just turn them on and they would just automatically pair with the system and they do you know so that's cool Mm -hmm. like you don't have to go into the menu and restart it and all that so i turn them on and then i start playing tetris 99 and i'm like oh wait a second there's something very wrong here and the and the controls were like really really laggy like super laggy and i'm like oh no this is bad so i was like i wonder if it's a bluetooth and i turn off the bluetooth and then and then the lag goes away and i'm like okay well i'm like well maybe if, if the bluetooth connects with it and you're online then maybe that's what fucks it up. I don't know because I played it before with different games and I thought it worked okay. But then I and then I tried playing Super Metroid with it later, and it was still super laggy. So I just was like, okay. "Wow, yeah." It just it just didn't. It wasn't like as laggy as it was with Tetris ninety nine, but it was definitely not right. Like you have can you tried like you can tell using different Bluetooth headphones. I only have one set of Bluetooth headphones. Okay. But I, but the great thing is that I have a Bluetooth adapter already at- attached to my TV that I can turn on and use mm-hmm. instead of the Switch. And that's what I did. And you know what? It sounded just as good, and my controls weren't fucked up. So there you go. That's what I ended up doing. So I kind of pretty much went back to what I've been doing for, I don't know, for like maybe almost a year now, because I got it in 2020. I haven't had any but... trouble with it at all. And I've been, I've been using the shit out of it too. Yeah, it's I don't know what it is. It's just uh yeah, it just it it didn't work right. It didn't work right with this with the Super Nintendo app. So I was like and it even felt weird with Eastward when I was first playing it, but I hadn't played Eastward before. So I don't know if that was just like me just kind of feeling like the controls were a little weird, a little laggy. But it but it felt weird with that too. And th- and ever since I've played it without it and I've kind of got used to it. But I don't know if that was actually because of the Bluetooth or if it was because of just me not playing that game before. So I don't know. But definitely it was screwed up on Tetris 99. It was definitely screwed up on, on the Super Nintendo thing. So to hell with that thing for me. I'm, I'll I'm, have to I'm try it. it. I'll try it on a Tetris 99. Um, I played a lot of the Super Nintendo with it this week as well and had no trouble. So maybe it's because I sit like right next to my Switch. That might have something to do with it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, well my controller works like great. Works fantastic most of the time. But mm-hmm. when I brought the Bluetooth into it, it was there was something up and it wasn't and it wasn't that huge but it was definitely there like you notice it when it's not there like 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 i noticed that something was weird about super metroid because it was because my the way i wasn't jumping like as quick as i normally would there's a little delay like i'd hit jump and then i jump and it was weird no and i was still playing it okay but i was like no there's something up so then i turned it off and i was like okay this is right this feels right and whatever it was before was different so i switched it around and all that stuff so that's a shame, but it just proves more that the Switch can't do as much as it wants to do, I guess. Well, <laughs> it definitely reveals, I mean, it definitely provides insight into why it took so long for the Bluetooth audio support to show up. Because it didn't it's work because very well. Yeah. They didn't want people <laughs> to have something else to complain about. So instead of making it like, you know, a feature set of the console when it first came out, they're like, we'll just uh, make this a little silent update like four, five years into the life of the system. Yeah. Wait till people accept Joy-Con drift, and then we'll hit. Yeah, the exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm really surprised that nobody's talked about like the it messing up the controllers though. Everybody's just talked about it being a there being a delay with the audio, but mine was the delay with the controller. Yeah, try it with Tetris 99 because that was the one that was really bad. Like that was the one that was definitely I was like I can't play I can't play like this. 
you've played enough Super Metroid that I, I mean, I trust you would know if something was off. I mean, you could feel, uh, you could, I could tell it wasn't right on. Like it seems slow. Like the, like the, the way that Samus was reacting to stuff wasn't the way it should be. And when I turned it off, I was like, okay, it was definitely that. And I, and I wonder if it's like something that uses an internet signal because the Super Nintendo, whether you're actually playing anybody online or not, it still uses an internet signal. Because you can't like download games while you're playing your Super Nintendo app or your NES app or whatever, because it'll interrupt the download. You know, like some games do that if it has any sort of online feature to it. So maybe that's why it was. I don't know. Maybe that was why uh, Saints Row Four kept fucking me over it was because of the Bluetooth audio. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's a shame. But you know, I just I go back to what I was doing before, and that's uh, and that's how I'll do it. But it was, but I did play through. Uh, speaking of, you know, speaking of Super Metroid. I did play through all of Super Metroid today, not today, yesterday, this week, as I'm as I'm continuing on my uh, countdown to Metroid Dread with Metroid Three in the bank, and I pretty much I pretty much beat it in one sitting almost. Well, I I, I played it in the daytime until Jess got home from work, and then I hung out from her with her until she went to bed, and then I played it after that until I beat it. So I beat it all in one day, and I beat it in like. Four hours and forty-four minutes is where I was at. So it's kind of like it was a sandwich where she was, you were hanging out with her. And she was the Metroid, the Metroid sandwich. Bread. Yes, Metro- <laughs> Metroid bread. Yes, it's as weird as that. Just sorry, I know you're listening. To this it's going to sound weird, but no, yeah, yeah. I played and then I hang out with her and then I played the rest. But uh, and I think I could have done better. I just the problem was, and this is what I said as my middle name at the beginning: scopeless but not hopeless. Is that I fucking missed the X-ray scope? I just like I just didn't even go get it. So I played through pretty much ninety percent of the game without the fucking X-ray scope. And I think if I had it in Meridia, the underwater level, it would have been a I would have spent a lot less time there because I didn't know how to get to certain places because I couldn't scan the walls, you know. So I was just doing power bombs everywhere, and that mm. won't show you everything. That won't show you like the speed boost stuff, or it won't show you like breakable things and stuff like that. So. I think I would have been a lot quicker if I would have got the fucking x-ray thing. And I can't believe I finally went back and found it. I was like, oh, yeah, I just had to go left. And I just didn't go left that time. I just went right. But uh, the the way I play Super Metroid is I always like to break the game somewhat because I like to do the wall jumps. You know, I like to mm-hmm. jump off the walls. And if you do that, you can actually get a lot of weapons early. Like I got the, what I got like the Spazer early and I got like the... And I got the wave beam early. And, and if you get the wave beam early, you can actually kind of screw yourself because you can go do stuff that you're not supposed to do yet and you might get and, and if and if you don't know how to jump off the walls and get back out you might kind of get stuck there because you might end up in mm-hmm. a place where you don't have the speed boost and you also don't have the power bombs so you can't really do anything or the high jump yeah yeah well i mean the high jump i think you need to get to get there to even get to where the wave beam is but anyway oh, okay. but anyway yeah i i got to that same place that i was stuck at last time and i was kind of a little i was a little hesitant to play super metroid because i was afraid of cuz last time i played it i got stuck and I was like, well, I don't want it. Mm. You know, I'm af- you know, it's a game that I like so much. I'm always afraid of playing it and then not enjoying it, you know, which, you know, games for me, it's most of the time games age worse than better. It's not like a nostalgia thing where I'm like, oh, this reminds me of when I'm 14 or whatever. It's more like, a, oh, this it's game isn't, isn't fun anymore because I was dumb when I was 14, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, use those save states and use the, the rewind feature because that's what I've been doing. I do love, I, I love, make, I love the rewind really feature. Fun. I love the rewind feature a lot because there's still troll stuff in super Metroid, like yep. much as they are in uh Metroid one, where you run towards stuff. And then, it, and then like the, the ground will disappear. There'll be a part where you're trying to like 
where you're trying to grapple beam from one area to an area, yeah. another, and it's really hard. And if you fall, you don't want to start again. You just are like, just rewind, go back to where you were. And yeah. Yeah. You might have to go through several rooms to get back to the top again to do the grapple beam shit. So it's like, fuck that. I'm going to just whoop, yeah. back out of the pit. I didn't, I didn't really do any of the save states, but I did do rewind a lot just because, just I've because just done of that. save yeah. states for bosses pretty much. Which yeah. I've only had to use on one boss. I guess I did a couple, but I never oh. actually used them. Like I like I save stated in case I fuck something up, I could go back to it. Or I'd save state after I like completely uh, up all my. You call it what do you call it? Going to Kmart or whatever. Kmart shopping. I think you yeah. said that on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> that, I mean that's what. After I, <laughs> I do after I do that, I'll save state because I'm like at least I can just be instantly completely healed, and you don't have all my shit. Yeah, I mean save state. Just to correct that, uh, or to clarify on that, that was what I called it when I was like. 10 <laughs> was when you uh <laughs> when when you're in a game and you basically shoot you basically shoot enemies and collect the items from them to like refill your ammo in your life i used to call it kmart shopping and this actually originated from the batman game the 1989 batman game on the nes was the first time i ever used that term because there are a lot of spots where you, where we would just like hit this one enemy over and over again and collect mm-hmm. like the the um ammo and such from there but yeah, I, I was just doing on Twitter. I was just posting a bunch of like stuff. I was like Metroid memories, whatever, which I guess was already a hashtag, but which I didn't know about. But but yeah, I was just putting stuff about that I remembered from Super Metroid, and I got some decent like retweets, and people looked at stuff, and that's cool. So, and of course, I, I've mentioned it many times on this show, but the time that the bird flew into the basement through the chimney while I was playing Kraid as a kid, and how frightening that was <laughs> when I was when I was in uh, high school. So. I always have to mention that part just because that was a fucking weird thing and it's probably never going to happen never again. <laughs> it's you know, a fantastic that, story. That a bird flies into the basement while you're playing a Super Nintendo game, <laughs> you know, and it, and it also happens to be during a boss, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like the next stage of the boss evolved, you know, it's the final stage a bird enters your basement <laughs> during the boss fight. Flies around you, yeah. They need to, that's some YouTube stuff there. Instead of like doing like the hot chili challenge or whatever, like have a bird like fly around your head while you're playing a game. See how, see how well you can do it. But yeah, Super Metroid is still an excellent game. If anybody's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's still as awesome as it was before. I played the whole thing with my head, with my Bluetooth headphones on. The soundtrack is awesome. Like it's still as great as it was before. It's like, there's parts where you can hear like Samus's feet, like walking in different parts. Mm-hmm. Like if you have the headphones on, like the, it's like so cool. I didn't know that they had like feet, the noise of feet moving as far back as that. Like the first time I remember hearing stuff like that was on, uh, was on like some first person shooter games from like the late nineties and early two thousands. But every, t- I mean, every time you land, there's a noise, but sometimes you can kind of hear the feet moving when she runs like that, like that. It's, it's really cool. Like, I don't know, a, a lot of, a lot of my favorite stuff, like movies and games and stuff like that had revolve around, you know, the audio design of it, obviously, but yeah. Cause the sound will completely cut out during, in some rooms, like when you're going through certain tunnels, there'd be no sound. So all you hear is the sound of your feet. And I think that really adds to the ambience of Metroid, which I know it's been kind of like beaten to death, but you know, it's got a very like sol- solemn and like solitude kind of feeling throughout the game. And, uh, and by creating all that, just the sound of one set of footsteps, you know, that's just, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool atmosphere. Oh yeah. And, and also like what's so great about Super Metroid, and I don't think they've ever done this since, it's just how little... I don't know. It, it's like the definition of um, what do you call it? Uh, it's the definition of visual story storytelling. Super Metroid is like there's just that little small paragraph at the beginning of the game to set up like what's happening. You know what happened in the last two games? Like where Samus is going? 
But that's like the only really real text that you get in the game whatsoever. You just get dropped onto the planet and you, they're just like, just go, you know, go do your thing, figure it out. You know, there's nothing really telling you where to go. I mean, there's like, you, you can, you get to these map stations that'll show you the map and it'll show the little boss in there that you have to go to, but it's not like beeping at you being like, you have to go here. This is where you need to go. You know, it'll just have an icon on the map and you have to figure out that that is a boss that you need to go to, you know, it's not really telling you that. And that's why I kind of love that it like lets you get lost in it, especially if you kind of know how to break the game and get to stuff early. Like it's so cool that that's in there, you know, and you can, you can do that. And as much as I, you know, I was kind of afraid of getting stuck in it. I do like, I just loved being in the world. That's why I didn't really, that's why I wasn't really that like much into trying to like beat it at a certain time. I was like, I'm just going to, you know, I just want to fuck around in this world because it's really cool. So I was just taking my time and I wanted to find all of the energy tanks, but I think I missed like maybe three or four. I know I missed one of the reserve tanks and I think I was missing like three of the regular ones after that. So how many reserve tanks are there? There's a lot. I think there's like 24 maybe with, with the, with the additional ones. So the reserve tanks are pretty much just extra energy tanks. They just, you can heal whatever you want with them or something. I I always use the, I don't know. I always uh, use them. They're kind of like a fairy from Zelda. You know, when you die, they yeah. refill you. That's how I, I have it set up to auto, which is basically when you lose all of your life, whatever you have left in your energy tanks will like the game will pause and it'll, you'll get that automatically put into you. So if you have like four energy tanks, you'll get 400 hit points or whatever after that. So that's, that's how I had it. But I, you, I guess you can set up for manual too. So you can do it whenever you want to, but I never did that. Even though there is a cool trick, I don't know if you ever did this, Jeremy, but there's a trick where you can use like your missiles and super missiles and your power bombs and tr- and change it into energy. Did you ever do that before? It's really cool. Like I only did it a couple times. You have to hold like a certain amount of buttons or stuff. But Samus will kind of like float up in the middle, and there'll be like a circle around her, and the and the and it'll like refill her energy from from the weapons that you have. It's pretty cool. It's just it's kind of like the shine spark or whatever. It's like something in there that they don't really ever tell you about. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of little, like, uh, extra stuff that you can do with the different weapons. Like, they kind of all have their their own, like, secret attack that's in there that I guess you use power bombs for. I, I never really figured out how to do a lot of them, but I did do the one where you'd use where you'd use the stuff that you had to bring your life back just because it's a really cool thing to do. The Shine Spark thing is so weird. Like, that was never in another Metroid game, I don't think, where you could, like... Are you talking about where you can, like, inter- go forward or up, like, while you're running? Yeah. I thought you could do that in Fusion. Could you not? I guess I'll find out next week when I play it. Maybe you can. It's been 20 years since I've played it. I don't know. Well, in Super Metroid, when you when you hold the charging cannon and you, like, turn into a ball and, like, six bombs come out of you, they never did that again in any other game. And that always made me so upset because I thought that was such a really cool trick. I don't know if you, I don't know if you ever did that or you, like, use your I charge beam. I don't know about beam. that either. Yeah, if, you, if you're holding the charge beam and you turn into a ball, like, the, it'll turn into a whole bunch of bombs that come out of you. And they never did that in anything else. And I was like, why not? That was so cool. <laughs> that was just a, that was a really neat thing that was in there. I don't know. But yeah, yeah there's there's like all sorts of tricks in this. Uh, I, I found the, I, I figured out how to, well, I didn't figure it out. I looked it up just because I didn't know. But I rescued the animals at the end of the game. And there's a little bit of a difference if you do that. There's these little creatures that you can find in the game. And I thought if you found them in the game, you automatically save them, you know, because they're kind of hard to find. But uh, they're they're just little. They they teach you how to do stuff. They teach you how to do the shine the shine spark, like Jeremy was saying. And there's also these little gremlin guys that jump off the walls, and they show you how to do the wall jump. 
And I was actually stuck. I was stuck down there for a really long time when I was in high school because I found those guys and I could just not figure out how to get out of that hole. And I was just stuck there. So I think I just left it there and I started the game over again, you know, because I couldn't figure out how to get out of there. And then eventually I realized, I think I saw it in Nintendo Power or something that you had to jump off walls. It's kind of tricky too. Oh yeah, no, it's much harder than like Batman or Mega Man or any of those other ones because you have to lean towards the wall, but then you have to lean away and jump at the same time while you do it. And you and also it's have like, to be a rhythm in the ball shape. Yeah. yeah. You have to be spinning. Yeah, you have to be doing the, yeah, so... But yeah, the but jumping I, is weird. Weird in this game, like it has a, one of the weirdest. It has a slowness jumps. to it, but I kind of like it. It has a, you know, it has a weight to it. Like uh, Samus has a weight to mm-hmm. her, like the way she jumps, and I, I like kind it. of. But she's super floaty though, because like once yeah. she leaves the ground, she's basically like you can make her go wherever you want once she leaves the ground. And I mean, you can kind of do that with Mario, but not as precisely. So that just gives it like an even weirder floaty feeling. Oh sure, yeah, and there's a well, especially in the first Metroid. If you jump, like you can do, or like you jump earlier before you push forward and you'll jump and not spin, and that actually mm-hmm. is more accurate for the jumping and stuff like that, especially for the end where you're trying to get out of the thing. I still absolutely adore the game. I think it's great, and it was really cool to play through it again. And uh, I, I bought I bought Metroid Fusion, even though I already have it. I bought it on Wii U just so I could play it on the TV. You know, mm-hmm. but, And I could play it on the TV, but I only have it hooked up to the CRT TV, so I wanted to play it on the big TV. And it's only $8, so I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. I'll get Metroid Fusion. Maybe I'll get Zero Mission 2. Maybe I'll get Hunters, even. It's $10. Even though I did lose my fucking stylus on the couch, I was pretty pissed off about that. I still haven't retrieved it from there. Oh, it's like way in the couch? No, I, I couldn't find it. Like, it's a, basically, okay, this is really dumb. So I, I was, you know, so I so I brought my Switch, my, my Wii U remote out, just so I could go to the eShop and download the Metroid game and all that stuff. While I was playing Super Metroid, still just I'd have it on the deck, you know. And I finally and I finally got it to work. And I guess so. So yeah, I took I took the stylus out to try to like go through the eShop with it, and I just left it on the. Uh, we have this little like wooden tray thing that's in the middle of the couch that we use to put our food on and stuff. And I left it on that, and I and I forgot and I forgot it was there. And then in the morning, I was like, "Oh, here's the stylus. I left it out here. I should I should take it in the other room." So I picked it up to get up off the couch, and when I picked it up. I like put my hand down to like push myself off the couch and I accidentally dropped it in the couch. And I, and I tried like moving the couch around and, and pushing the couch like forward and back. And I couldn't get it to come out of there. And I put my hand in the, I, I couldn't find it. So I lost it in the couch, which sucks because <laughs> I've, ne- I've never lost a stylus. And I was like, damn it. I'm never going to get that thing back now. I know you have before Jeremy has. I've lost plenty of stylus. It's a it's a dangerous career. I'm sure I'm sure you can buy another one for like eight dollars or something if I need to. So yeah, now I have Metroid Fusion ready to go. So that'll be that'll be for next week, and then after that, it's going to be kind of like you know maybe a little bit of a, a little bit of Zero Mission, a little bit of other M. I've also been playing uh, Samus Returns on 3DS at the same time. So I'm just like I'm just playing every me- every Metroid here. I did. I started from the beginning again. Yeah, and I put a few hours into it. I think I've cleared like two levels of of a uh, metroids or something like that you know where there's that big circle thing where you get mm-hmm. the dna and it and like moves the lava so you can get to the next part i think i made it to through two of those so so yeah i'm just metroid no just metroid everywhere that's a uh, that was another nickname that i thought about having or middle name would be a metroid all metroid all the time for me because i'm just playing all of the the 2d ones not not messing with any of the prime stuff but i've been playing all the 2d metroid stuff because and it's and it's probably going to screw me when Dread comes out. It's just going to be not great. And I'm going to be like, man, I just 
I just built it up too much with the other ones. I don't know. Fusion isn't one, of, isn't saved, one of my favorites, so maybe it'll come up from Fusion. Should have saved Super Metroid for last. Yeah, but I'm playing in, in order. I want to keep the chrono- chronology going here. So I know what's happening in 5. You know, I don't remember exactly how Fusion ends, aside from like the creatures being in there, the critters, whatever. But it's fun. I mean, it's nice. It's nice to play. It's nice to play an actual, you know, the Metroidvania of Metroidvanias. I was actually really impressed with how well, like speaking of the Kmart shopping thing that we were talking about, it's so cool how good Super Metroid does it because it actually gives you the things that you need. Like if you have all yep. your missiles, it won't give you missiles. If you have all your life, it won't give you more life. Boom. No other games do that. Like, I've played so many other Metroidvania-type games where they give you all this shit that you don't need when you're trying to, like, just refill your health. And the and the one on Super Nintendo actually, like, you know, actually did the right things. And I love the uh, spawns where, like, five of them come out, but if you shoot them before they, like, spread out, you get five items. And then when you have... Or when you have the... Spa- uh, is it the spacer, wherever the split beam is? Yeah, you're just like boom, 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 like you're completely refilled within like 30 seconds. Yeah, I, I felt like maybe they did that to help like speed it along. You know, like how it would take you forever in the first one to like sure. to build up your life. But it's like, what if you kill like five of them at once and you can get a bunch at the same time? I don't know. I feel Plus like the yeah. SNES could handle it. Yeah. Plus, I feel even though I did run into some major slowdown parts in this as well, as you do any Super Nintendo game, you know. But that's part yeah. of the charm, right? <laughs> I think it's, uh, I have, which not to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but I, uh, I was looking at my, my bingo for the last Nintendo Direct, my bingo card, and I had remake of Super Metroid on there. And uh, I'm starting to feel less like that's going to happen because my playthrough of Super Metroid, I feel like it, they don't need to touch that game. It's perfect. They shouldn't. They really, I, they really should not touch it. I think it's, it looks so good. It's still. done really, really it well. Sounds, it still looks great. Yeah. It still sounds yeah. great. Like just le- don't. Just don't mess. Don't don't mess with it. Leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of indies want to look and feel like that game. Like they're trying to recreate that feel, and it already has it. It it should just stay the way it is. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that game remade. Like it's just don't. Just leave. Just let it be and leave it alone. We don't need. I mean, unless you want to. I mean, there already is. I mean, it's HDified to a point through the Super Nintendo app, but that's that's it. Just don't don't mess with it. Leave it. Leave it as it is. It's fine. It's it's perfect. It's perfect already. And there's just so much to it, and it's and it's just amazing how complicated it is. Like when you break, when you go in and just look at all the stuff that's in there. So I, I take it you you haven't made it through it yet, right, Jeremy? Yet, but you did play it. No, I mean I'm I'm pretty far into. It. I think I'm probably somewhere between half and two thirds of the way through it because I just got to the uh, ghost ship, and um, I love the ghost ship. That's one that's one of my favorite parts of the game. I am not super thrilled with that boss, but. I've only played him the one time. Like I just got there earlier today, and then don't I use decided... <laughs> don't don't use the super missiles. That's my advice on that character. Don't okay. don't use them because they 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 have a specific attack that they do if you use super missiles, and it's really hard to dodge. Oh. And if and if you don't, if you hit them with regular missiles, they don't attack you like that. Which is, which is something I just figured out this time that I didn't know about before. But yeah, it's it's weird that some of them like they will change what they're doing depending on how you attack them. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So There is one boss where I thought I might have glitched out the game, because I do remember I had played it before. What's he called? Like, Totodile or whatever? I think that's a Pokemon. <laughs> I think Totodile's a Pokemon. Well, it's something Dial. He's the one that you, that you push back into the lava. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. I don't remember what, what, that's, what that character's called. I should, because I really like that one. The one that has, like, the four eyeballs. 
on each side. Well, anyway, like I knocked him back into the lava and then I was like, well, now what? And I was like, I, I thought I remembered him like coming back out of the lava. And, uh, and so I go start walking back and forth and nothing's happening. And I'm like, well, doesn't it happen like right away? Or, I mean, there's a little bit of a delay, but you know, the door above me was sealed. I couldn't go through the door on the left. Oh, you know, I jumped all the way across. And so I'm like, what the fuck? And then finally the screen goes to where it won't scroll anymore. And I'm like, kind of just stuck standing in the middle. And then I like, I see the ground tremble a little bit. And then I look to the left and just out of the corner on the very corner of the screen, you see like the front of the bones falling down. Oh, so you, so you didn't even see. Yeah. I think it glitched out. Yeah. Um, but luckily it worked. I guess, I guess if you don't go, if you don't go all the way to the left, maybe it doesn't work exactly right. I don't know. It was weird. I always like follow, you know, you follow the, uh, the bubbles under, cause you see it go under and then there's kind of bubbles that go. Mm. But do you fight, but you don't have to fight it, right? It just, no, you don't, you don't, comes back up. You don't fight it. It just, it just falls apart and it doesn't hurt you. Like it can't hurt you. Like if you're almost dead, it won't, it won't kill you. It's a little cinematic thingy. It's just it's just a nice little like Krakomire. Is that what you're talking about? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's not Dial. It's the Krakow. <laughs> Toto Dial's uh, one of the starters, I think, from uh, <laughs> from like silver and gold or something like that. But yeah, I mean, you're you. It's I I I texted you because you you said that you were you couldn't find the um, grapple beam, and I and I sent you where it was because it's right next to Krakomire. It took me a while to find it, but it was because you had to do that thing where you run to the left and then jump, and I. It hadn't even occurred to me to try doing that. Like, so I, I went, I went, I actually got online and saw what to do. And I'm like, ah, stupid. I remember it now. So I've been trying not to look at the guides too much, but I kind of, I had to right there. Yeah. I didn't know. I was I, like, I'm yeah. not having fun. I'm just going to look it up. Yeah. I didn't look at guides at all. The only thing I did, I looked at it just because of the critters, because, because I was already, I was at the end where I could go to the last boss or I could go fight Mother mm-hmm. Brain and all that. And I was like, well, I should. I was Spoilers. Like, should... <laughs> yeah, Mother Brain's in there at the end. Yeah, I was like, well, should I go find the critters? Like, is there a different thing whether you find them or not? And then I was like, oh, you can save them. I didn't know that. I thought you just found them, and that was whatever. So that's where that came from. But I mean, you have a, you have like three more bosses to get through, I guess. Well, yeah, well, because you have the, you have the ghost one, but you all, but then there's Meridia, and then there's Ridley, and then there's uh, Mother Brain. So, so you have you have some more areas to go through and hopefully meridia won't take as long as it did for me but i'm feeling really strong though i mean i've got a lot of tanks and uh all that crap all that crap and i've got the you know i've got like the wave beam and the spacer and the ice i've got all the cool beams yeah and the bombs so i've got a lot of missiles so i can just shoot missiles all the time pretty much i'm good to go there you go that's that's what you need i think i like 45 missiles something like that oh you need more than that. <laughs> I know I need more, but I, I mean, for where I'm at in the game, it's feeling pretty good. Oh, so I was like, uh, you should have like a, you should have like around like 200 if you're getting. Well, I mean, depending on how many, how many you're getting, it's good. It's good to keep them. But yeah, Super Metroid, you beat that. It's my beat of the week. I'll beat it before next week, probably. Yes. Yeah. I just decided I didn't want to like get stressed out trying to finish it today, and I want to actually enjoy it, kind of like what you were just saying. So. Sure. But I just started playing it two days ago. Me too. I started playing it Monday <laughs> night. Yeah, and before like because i had said i like played it a little bit the week before and i was past that point within like an hour of playing it so i'm like oh okay i guess i'll just try to finish it yeah that, that's what's great it's, that's what's great about playing those 2d metroids is they're not that long you know so like i said it only takes you a few hours to get through it so i mean if you know if you know where you're going so it, it's you can you can crank them out in like three you know three to five hours so you can do it in 
one sitting, depending on how much game time you have, you know. There's a there's a part in uh, No More Heroes three like at the very beginning of the game where they keep talking about no more n- no more gameplay more than ten hours on that game like they keep telling you that over and over again. I just I just never thought never talked about that before, but I thought it was, thought it was hilarious. I'm like ten hours, man. Never played. I, I feel like it's I feel like it's been years since I played ten hours in a row on any game. You know, just because of life and all that. But I think I did with Animal Crossing at least once or twice. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't like think I in was, a row. I would leave it on and go eat. Well, no, I would like. I I would leave it on and like go get food. Well, I mean, I'll also, I mean, also, I was, you know, I live with, I live with my wife and all that. Like, it's if I was living at home and didn't have anybody else to talk to or hang out with or whatever, I'd probably do that. But, but it was like, yeah, we would still. I don't know. We did play Animal Crossing at the same time, so it might have gotten close. That was before Sean and I moved in together. Yeah, you guys hadn't so lived together was, yet. So that was I like get up at like eleven and play it until like she'd come over at like seven or eight sometimes i play it the entire time i, I wish that they, i wish that it would show you like your whole game session like uh like the wii used to do but because i had that because i played what was i played twilight princess for like 14 hours straight one time when when that game came out but also i was living, there was, I was living wasn't there like a they do like the end of year statistics right where it tells you like the longest day in the year you played video games or whatever i thought it was they like did that a, once i thought it was a week or something i don't know Maybe yeah. Who knows? Let's say one more one more thing, and then we'll talk about the main thing of the week. Just because there was a THQ uh, Nordic uh, presentation direct, which I watched while I was at work, just because I had a lot of downtime in between things. It, you didn't you didn't miss a whole lot. It was the only thing that was Switch was a new SpongeBob's game, a SpongeBob game. That was the only thing that was on there, the 3D game. But but what came out of it was a sale across all of the THQ titles that are on Switch, and I ended up buying a. Uh, destroy all humans because it's ten dollars off and i wanted to get that remastered version of it because i really liked the game on playstation 2 that I, that I got and the remastered What's version ten dollars then no it's a uh, 30 it was 40 when it came out so oh, okay. it's ten dollars off so it's 30 but it's i mean it's it they actually i mean the game looks heavily remastered like it actually looks a lot different than it did on playstation like they actually redid everything so it, it feels like a different game and it looks really cool i like i like the art design and it's a fun game to play, you know, since we're getting really close to, like, Halloween stuff. It's nice to play, like, an alien game where I can go around and kill humans and stuff. It's fun. It's stupid. It's, uh, you know, the main character, Crypto, talks like Jack Nicholson. Like, he kind of has that, like, accent to him. And there's anal probes that you can use to to, sh- to shoot in people's butts. And it goes out through their head. And then you collect their brain and all that stuff. It's it's a dumb, funny game. You can un- You can abduct cows and... There was a there was a mission where I was uh I was basically manipulating antennas to to make it to where we could uh basically uh broadcast uh, brainwashing news into everybody's houses to get them to do whatever we say, which I thought was still very relevant today, you know, since yeah. people still watch news that does that. But it, it's kind of funny because you you fuck it up and it ends up just exploding everybody's heads instead of actually turning them to your side. But it's it's a fun silly game, and if you like uh flying around in a UFO and fry and like catching people on fire and using weird weapons and stuff like that. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's just, it's just another like GTA like game that I can put on the switch. And I had a lot of fun with those games before, and they're actually making a destroy all humans too, but not for switch. It didn't, there was no, nothing on switch from the THQ thing. So that kind of makes me sad because this first one is really fun, mm. but it's, it's, it's all reworked. All the, all the art is done differently. The colors look really good. Like, I feel like the game looks better than it ever did. It definitely didn't look this good on PlayStation two when I had it. That's for sure. <laughs> Cause they, they changed the details of the characters and, and all that stuff. So it was worth it. 
But aside from that, once I got past that, I started playing the big game of the week. This is like one of our topics. It's a Eastward. Which yeah. is really fucking great, and apparently Jeremy's been playing the crap out of it. But uh, I don't, I, like I said, I don't want to say I don't want to say a whole bunch of stuff about the story because the story is like really, really good. But I mean, it's I don't know. I was playing it, and I, I feel like it's like Earthbound if Earthbound was Zelda and not like Dragon Quest. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I got from it. Like the same sort of thing where it's kind of more a re- more of a realistic adventure game, you know, where you actually have to like walk places, and you know it. it it feels like Earthbound, but it's not like Earthbound because it's not an RPG. You know, it's more of it's an action game, even though there is like got the sense of humor of Earthbound. Is that what you're saying? No, the I mean, it, no, I mean, it, to, to I mean, it feel, no, it feels like Earthbound. Like the way that characters are designed, mm-hmm. they look like Earthbound characters. Like the way that the main character, whose name is John, and uh, his like not daughter or whatever, th- this girl that you bring along with you, Sam, who's not his daughter, but she is his daughter. I don't know. She just she'll be like John. She says that a lot in the game. Yeah. But uh but yeah, the character that you play as John is basically he looks a lot he reminds me of Flint from uh Mother Three from the Mother Three game. Okay. So is I mean I'm the sure there Flint is yeah, is like one of the older characters. And I don't want to say much about Flint either. That's spoilers as well. But he reminds me of Flint, the way the way he walks around and the way his body moves. It reminds me of the Flint character from from Mother Three. But it but I mean like it has like it's this it's kind of like, it's sort of like a Zelda game. You know, there's bombs, you know, you hit stuff, you can hold a button to like do like a harder charge and all that, or a harder swipe. But it's, but it, but it's not like set off like this is a, like there's dungeons in there, but they're not like, go to this dungeon, you know, it'll like, everything will kind of happen like. The world is a dungeon, yeah. kind of. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everything happens naturally. A little naturally. bit like Skyward Sword, like where the actual environment that you're going through is the dungeon and you'll even start to notice like similar things happening in different areas, even though it's in a different context, but that makes it dungeon like, like keys and stuff, you know? Oh, sure. Well, well, like you've seen that we can talk about like the very first, like hour of the game where you're, uh, where you have to go to the dig site and you have to fight these slugs, you know, once Mm -hmm. you get to the dig site and you get access to your pan, to your frying pan that you hit people with, you kind of realize, okay, well, this is a dungeon. That's pretty much how the game kind of works. And it just goes naturally with the story. You'll have to go mm-hmm. to a place, and then all of a sudden, when you have your weapon out, you'll be like, "Okay, now I'm in a dungeon." You know. I think in a way that almost reminds me of uh, Star Tropics too, because like that's totally sure. divided into the two different types of worlds. Where, but in this, the graphics are the same; like it doesn't change in that regard. But you, it, you literally can't use your weapons or your abilities when you're like in a town or different types of story missions that don't involve combat. You just won't even have your weapons. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that is very much like Star Tropics as well. And when we first saw, when we first saw the trailer for this on the Indie Direct, I, I said that it kind of reminded me of Star Tropics, at least like the later levels of Star Tropics. And it does kind of have a little bit of a feel in that too, because of like the way the, the way some of the bosses are and like the, mm-hmm. the sprite, like the, the size of the sprite and the sprite animation in this game is just like fantastic. Like that's that's one of the main reasons that I just want to play it all the time is the soundtrack is incredible. The stri- the sprites animation and like the way they move is like so good. It's just so pretty to look at. Like it's just like it is. It's just like, oh, I I'm fine with just playing this game forever because it looks so goddamn gorgeous. You know? <laughs> so that's kinda that's that's part of what like keeps me into it. Plus the story is incredibly 
I think the story's done really well. Like I feel like the like the the um, dialogue and all the characters are done really well, even though it gets really fucking dark. That's all I'm gonna say. It's, it's, it like does shit yeah. where it's like, fuck. <laughs> like I didn't expect oh, yeah. that. I yeah. mean, I I was like, I don't want to say I don't want to say what happens, but there is some shit that's like, man, that sucks. <laughs> it's, I know it's, what you're talking yeah. about, and yeah. um, because of where you are in the game, and I literally was like at work thinking about the game like in that moment like yeah it stayed with you it stayed with me and i ended up like honestly like a couple days ago i was like shauna i need to talk to you about a game i've been playing because like, <laughs> i'm just really thinking about this part here yeah and i just got to talk to someone about it which we won't spoil it i think once we both finish the game we could probably do like a spoiler cast kind of thing with it sure once it's out for a month or two but yeah it's got some it's really good story to, you know it reminds me of a good like comic or like an anime you know like that's kind of what keeps me playing it is the, the story. It's more like, to me, it's more like a story with video game elements, whereas most sure, yeah. games have like story elements, but it's mainly like the gameplay. Like the gameplay is good. And I mean, I'm, I have fun with it and I keep going back to it, but it's, I, I'm always just trying to find out what's going to happen next in the story. That's why I keep playing it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've heard, I've seen people say that the pacing's kind of weird where, where it gets a little, I guess it, gets a little talky but as and maybe where mm. i where i'm at i didn't feel like the pacing has been bad at all i've actually really thought i thought it was a really good balance but maybe it gets maybe it gets worse later from, from where you're at there's parts i mean when we talk about it fully you know there's parts you're gonna like less than others i'll say that but you know i still have a lot left to do in the game so i just know i'm pretty far into it based on what they're at least what they're telling me in the game um but i don't know truly because i tend to like play through games slower than what they say it should take sure yeah well i mean i, I do too so i mean i know that it said how long to be I've said like 20 on a couple said like 20 some hours but and i, I don't know where a couple i'm at of puzzles Maybe 10. i've definitely gotten yeah i got stuck on a couple of puzzles and i got stuck on this one part and i've just i haven't looked at anything online so i've just had to just bumble my way through a few things and it took a while but um, i'm sure that added some some play time and uh i will say i mean it's it gets it's hard. Like you have to have healing items on hand or you're fucked. Oh yeah. You gotta be careful. You gotta learn the patterns of the, the bad guys and you gotta eventually tag team the two characters to like take some of them down. Oh yeah. That's really cool too. You can, you can switch between uh Sam and, and John with just like hitting like L or R. And I don't know if you run into this, Jeremy, just because of the way the eight bit dough pro controllers are, it's kind of it's kind of easy to just like accidentally hit one of them. So sometimes mm-hmm. I'll be walking and then all of a sudden it starts like stuttering where it's like D-d-d-d-d-d. and it's like jumping between both of them because I'm just kind of leaning on one of the on the, one of the buttons and it'll start just like switching between the two of them and yeah. But it's but you yeah, know it definitely it definitely doesn't fuck around. The uh some of the sprite animation actually of the of the bosses reminds me of like Crosscode, like that game that I played a long time mm-hmm. ago because the sprite animation is like really really good in that game. And I feel like the last time I've seen bosses that look that good was that game. But this, but this game is better than that one. Some of the sprite animation genuinely looks like video. Like sometimes it looks like compressed video because it's so good. Like, and it's almost like I don't know some some of the like there's a boss early on in the game like big crabby fight, and it almost looked like yeah like FMV because of how well it was animated, and and that was a little weird at first. But I think I. I'm getting more used to that, just that extremely detail. Like even during cutscenes, like it'll just start, you know, your sprite will be animated in a way you've never seen before. And you're just like, oh, well, 
that's just in here for this scene or you know these frames are just thrown in for this part like and seeing this game looking like an snes or maybe more like a hd like ps1 game i was gonna say this is this game looks better than i've seen of any of those systems like i never saw a game that looked this good you know like as far as like the sprite like how large the sprites are and like just how much animation is in there like there's no way way in hell this would be a super nintendo game like no fucking way looks too good every single character (laughs) you can talk to has like a little animation they do before they like start talking and you know there's one character like smoking a cigar and there's one character like that's like wearing a shirt and there's a bunch of holes in it and he starts like putting his hand oh yeah yeah the doctor guy whatever yeah They've all got like a little sort of intro animation they do while they're talking to you. There's one guy that's got the fucking snot rocket hanging down. I hate him. Well, yeah, and he, well, we can spoil him, but yeah, he ended up being a shitbag, which I figured yeah, he, he was going to be anyway. He, he totally threw you under the bus in the, in the game. So, I mean, those, those fucking snot guys, you can't, you can't trust them, especially like adults, adult snot guys. Mm-hmm. They're going to throw you under the bus, 100%. Turn you over to the mayor. I see. This is where I differed with you in the in the headphones, which you were able to play with uh, your Bluetooth adapter. But I thought I pretty much have just been sitting here like this was the perfect timing for the Bluetooth support for this game in particular because because the soundtrack just is real, so good. I, yeah, the soundtrack's so good, and um, I just like all the sound effects and everything. Just everything about the sound design is really good in this game. I like. I even like the way the characters talk. Like it's not annoying. It's not an annoying like vocal sound they make. It reminds me a little bit of Celeste. Oh, sure. Like kind of that like that kind of sound it makes. So you get different voices, but they're kind of grunty. I think the character design reminds me a lot of Moon, but that's probably just because I've played Moon so recently. But how weird and like distorted some of the characters are, you definitely see that with certain characters in this game. Like, and every character looks so you know so different, and the game really kind of makes you get to know the characters through the missions it puts you you know it puts you through. So you do like. I don't know. I feel like you really get attached to the characters in this game. Oh yeah, definitely. They, I did. And their design. And I think you did too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, um, uh, the guy who did the soundtrack, uh, Joel Korolitz, he's actually from Chicago, which is pretty rad. He's, he's from, he's from the hometown. Oh, I thought you meant the band Chicago. Why would I mean the band Chicago? <laughs> no, <laughs> the, when I, when the, I saw it, when I just saw from Chicago on the notes, I was like, wait, really? And then I'm like, oh wait, he means the city. No, I mean, he was born in Chicago. <laughs> yeah but uh he also he also did the soundtrack to uh unfinished swan and death stranding so there you go or yeah, i guess he oh, contributed contributed to death stranding i don't know if he did all of it but there were some credits that i saw in there but uh i'm gonna buy the soundtrack r- probably right after we're done recording this you can buy it for ten dollars at bandcamp so look it up joelcorlitz.bandcamp.com it's totally worth it it's very it's very good so yeah i don't know if uh I don't know if the Bluetooth audio, like like I said, I didn't really notice that it was being weird or not on this game, so it might work fine. But I did notice that the that the audio was kind of really was kind of uh, softer than most games, and I couldn't get it turned up enough when I was doing it through the Switch audio, like kind of what you were saying last week, where you couldn't get the volume. I figured up out enough. how to. I figured out how to adjust the volume. Yeah, you have to like hold the menu button or something, right, and then turn it up. Yep, you hold there. down yeah. you hold down the home button, and then it just pops up as an option and yeah i had to really i had easy. to do that yeah because i had to do it because even if i turned it up all the way it was still really soft so i was like oh this needs to be louder i will say one annoying thing about that is that when you pull that menu up your volume drops probably like 40 percent mm. when you're in that menu 
And so when you're adjusting the volume oh, yeah. within it, so that's going to come it's back. Like, oh, okay, well, blow your head okay, off. Okay, well, that sounds loud enough, right? Exactly. And then you switch back. It's like, <laughs> and then your ears explode. Yeah, <laughs> and then your head explodes, and some alien picks up your brain. But no, yeah, Eastward is really cool, and we haven't even mentioned yet. Speaking of like having to have healing items and stuff, there's a cooking mechanic in this very much similar to Breath of the Wild, and I love it. <laughs> I love the way. I love the animation for it. Like it does, uh, mm-hmm. and, it, and the sound, it, the sound is basically, it's really trying to mimic the, uh, the, mu- the music from Breath of the Wild. You know, the ding, 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 ding. It's like the same thing. Like a side on view of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell that they're paying homage to that because it has like kind of the like clicks and stuff in there. But it's cool because it shows like the pan and there's all this like really detailed sprites that like drop from the sky and they all just kind of fall in there. And it's funny because if you're like making something with milk, Instead of like pouring milk into it, they just drop a, a carton of milk in there, like with the cardboard yeah. on it and all that, and it just hits the thing, and it's it's funny. Or like when the, those little what are those droob the droob fruits or whatever they're called, like the stem is on Sand there roobs. too when it when it Sand comes roobs. down, and yeah, it's I've been having so much fun with the with the cooking mechanics stuff, and I'm sure I'm sure you have as well. And it's fun because when you put stuff together, it'll tell you like whether you're gonna make one of the recipes you already have or not. So I've been trying to like fill out my, my recipe list and all that stuff. And I made some pretty cool stuff. I thought, you know, like it's great. And I, and I love that little, I love that little song in there that you know, and it has like a little, um, well, it starts out with a little slot machine, yeah, the slot too. machine thing too, which I'm not sure what exactly that does that. Cause sometimes I've not done well and I still get extra stars for whatever I'm making. I don't know. Do you know what that does? I think if you get at least two of the same, uh, thing, it gives you some sort of like perk, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it is. I, I have a theory that it might have to do with the kind of dish you're making too. Like if you're cooking seafood, maybe you'd want to, to pull up three fish. Or, you oh know yeah. I, mean? I didn't even like, think about that, but I could be wrong. I don't know. It's I don't a, really know, yeah. but it, it's, I mean, the cooking mechanics cool. I wish there was more ways to like get food. You just have to buy them from a shop. You got to buy them from the grocery store and stuff. Well, I guess a, a lot of times you find them, like in between dungeons and stuff, you'll you'll like find you'll find them in stuff, random yeah. coolers, like sitting around and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you also, you, but I wish there was some sort of like maybe a farming mechanic or something so you could grow. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, want a farming mechanic in every game. But but you well, I mean you don't really you don't really stay and you kind of you kind of move, move from place to place. You don't really stay in a in a place for a long time, which that was interesting too because at the beginning of the game I thought you're going to always be in that underground world that you were in, but yeah but that's not what happens. But yeah, but I do like, I do like the way the uh, mini game follows you. There is, there is like a mini game in there called Earthborn, you know, funny. sounds like Mm -hmm. another game, but it actually looks much more like Dragon Quest. The main character has the hair. The character looks exactly like Lodo from Dragon Quest. And it's basically an RPG. There's an RPG that's, that's in, that's in the game. And you, and, and in the game, you like basically, it's a really difficult RPG where like what after like ten days or something like that you have to go fight the Dragon Lord. That's basically what happens. In uh, I don't really understand it. I uh, I've you, played it you, a couple times, but not enough to really understand. Like you can't save, right? Like each no. time is a you can't save okay. it. It's almost it's kind of I guess it's kind of like a roguelite, even though I don't know it is a roguelite. Do, I mean, does like the map regenerate though every time you play it, or is it always the same? Because I only played oh, it one time. I don't time. think so. Because I played it, because I, I played it for like an hour, like right at the beginning of the game. And I was like, wow, I really like Earthborn. Like, I'm like, I think I like this better than Eastward because I barely even played Eastward. I was just playing Earthborn. And I was like, this is really cool. And then I got all the way to the 
to the to the dragon lord, which you have to go to anyway if you make it through a certain amount of days. And then I died, and it's like game over, and then you have to start from the beginning. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. But as you go through the game, you get these tokens, and you use the tokens on this uh, capsule machine, and you can basically get these little amiibo-looking characters or whatever, which end up being items in the game. So you collect these amiibo, and then you can use them as items. So it'll help you get stronger and help you get through the game. And and, th- and there's like a bunch of secrets. There's like secret bosses. There's like secret characters you can like recruit into your party in uh, Earthborn. Like it's really complicated. Like this this side this side it's thing a is whole game. And it's a uh, and it's cool because like every place that you go to, there'll be a TV with Earthborn on it, and you can go up to it and play it for free wherever you're at. And I found can, it super yeah. endearing that the the little kids are just like freaking out over this game. Like, oh, it's our favorite thing, Earthborn. Oh, you have to choose special attack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, do that for maximum damage. Like they're just like so hyped for this. Like, yeah, and they'll tell you secrets and stuff about it when they're standing. They'll Late be like, 80s, yeah, yeah, there's there's a secret boss that's back here, and you can only get it with this guy, and you have to get in this certain amount of days. And mm-hmm. it's very much like reminiscent of the playground stuff that we would hear like in our youth, you know, where it's like, you know, did did you know that you could climb the mountains in Double Dragon? Like you couldn't, but people would say that. I think yeah. another way that they're uh, that they're paying homage to especially dragon quest is because like you'll like talk to an older character he'll be like oh i used to play earthborn when i was your age you know like you get the impression this game's existed for oh like, sure hundreds yeah. of years yeah, or like something and it's kind of like mm. yeah I, I really like the i mean i i like the capsule mechanic thing i haven't played i haven't played earthborn just because i'm kind of afraid to because like i said i played it for over an hour and and i died and then i didn't get anything so i just was like i've been kind of avoiding it i intentionally let myself fail last time i played because i was like well i want to get back to the story and like i played for about 45 minutes i'm like oh shit like i don't want to play anymore (laughs) i want to play but i want to play the regular game now and i what do i do and i'm like where do i go to save and i couldn't find a place to save i'm like what the fuck you can't that i realized that's when i realized you can't save no yeah no you can't save it's one of those things that i like earthborn but it's like just totally a pain, pain in the ass because the way you get a play initially is you buy a memory card. Yeah. Which <laughs> but, makes you think you to save it. <laughs> for what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You have a memory card, but what is it what is it used for? Like you don't I, I guess it's to hold your high score, because it'll show your high score, like after you lost I guess like so. how far you got, whatever. But do you know if playing Earthborn affects uh Eastward at all? That I don't know. Totally sad. That I don't know. Okay. I, I think it's a, I think it's only the other way around is that you bring items into the into the world you, you from buy the capsules, yeah. yeah yeah i don't know if you have to play earthborn but they i mean but they talk about it. the characters will talk about it and yeah the kid sam is really excited well she's excited about everything but she's very mm-hmm. excited about earthborn you know she's like ah, earthborn it's the best game ever and all the kids when they're like playing they're like we're playing earthborn but they would also you know they're just like playing pretend but they're all characters from earthborn and yeah like the merch it's, the it's, merch just, it's really that, yeah. really cute mm-hmm. yeah it's cool. The soundtrack in itself reminds me a lot of the Earthbound soundtrack as well. The merchant is hilarious. Just the way it works. The merchant, like uh, one of the merchant's attacks, is that you uh, you put them in a debt. You put the boss in a, or the b- bad guy in a debt, and he has to pay you like principal each turn. And then <laughs> at, when he dies, like there's a total amount that's calculated when the when the bad guy dies, what they owe you. <laughs> and I think it's his magic points or gold points is what it is. So he can use gold points to buy potions in battle to heal other people. Did did you get did you uh level up the monkey enough to where the monkey actually starts understanding your commands? Did you get that no. far? 
because because you get you get the monk. Basically, I got the I got the like the Dragon Quest guy, uh, the merchant, and the monkey. And the monkey like is too dumb to understand anything that you tell the monkey to do. So whenever whatever you say, it'll just do whatever it wants to do. But if you level the monkey up high enough, it'll actually start listening to you, and you can actually do all these different moves with the monkey. And and then it doesn't take any magic points for you to do it. So. I thought that was kind of cool. Like, like once I got to like level five or six with the monkey, the monkey would actually do what I asked, what I asked it to do. So, but yeah, the, yeah, the merchant stuff is funny. I would always use where you like use the merchant's money to buy a potion to use on somebody. Like I did that. And I also did the gold attack where it's like, if you have, depending on how much money you have, you'll hit harder and you'll hit everybody with it. Also, that's another one that I worked that I did, but I never tried the debt one, but that's funny. I should, should have done that to try to raise more money. It looks like a it looks like a Game Boy game, right? Was that how you would describe it? Yeah, it's like the mono Kinda the monochromatic. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so I guess it's like Dragon Warrior one and two or Dragon Warrior three on Game Boy Game Boy Color. But it's totally a game that I think would stand on its own in the eShop, like five dollar game, you know. Oh, it's great, yeah. Like no, I really like it. It would be on our list of games within a game, which we did a did a Patreon episode about. I would have put it on that list if it was out at that time, because it's very cool. It's something you could totally play apart from the rest of the game and still enjoy it, I think. But yeah, it's it's great. Like this game is great. Like it's a I mean, it's going to be it's going to be on the list, I'm sure, for the end of the year, which I I'm I I'm very I'm dreading making that list just because I have so many games that I played that I really like that are in the top 10. And I'm mm-hmm. like I'm going to have to make like a top 50 or something. There's way too many games to put in. I don't in, think I'm going to have a hard time making a top 10. I'm just, there's too many games that I liked. There's definitely more than 10 games that came out this year that I really liked that were all like, this one's going to be in the top 10. So I'll have to do some honor, honorable mentions or something on there because there were too many games that I really enjoyed. This one, this one also, it's great. And I think it's only, what is it, like $25 or something, regular price? Like we got a, we got a discount and ended up getting it for ticks for 16. But mm-hmm. I recommend anybody who's listening to this should get it. It's very good. I think it's going to be on everybody's game of the year list for, for the switch for sure. Cause it's, it's uh, worth playing yeah. for the story alone. I think, and um, I think the gameplay is accessible enough that, you know, anybody could have a good time with this. It does get kind of hard at certain parts that I've got, I've played so far, but I've never really felt like completely like defeated by the game, you know? Some games will get you pretty down if you can't get past a certain point, but I always kind of felt like this was uh this was fair, even when it was hard. But yeah, I think when, once we finish it, we'll tell more uh, about stories. I'm more interested interested after hearing you guys talking about it because um, I've always been intrigued by Earthbound because of the humor and the writing and and the style. I thought was was it was always like a pretty good looking game, but I it's an RPG, so that so it was not for me. But since it's Earthbound meets Zelda. All right, now I'm intrigued. Yeah, there's no. Uh, I mean, you probably you would enjoy Earthborn, but I don't think you have to play Earthborn to play the rest of Eastward. So it's just a really interesting, cool like game within a game that's on there. But yeah, it is. It is like very much to me. It's like it's like Zelda in the style of Earth of Earthbound, where it's like a kind of a Zelda style game, but much more much much more rooted in reality, but also in a post apocalyptic mm-hmm. uh, world. <laughs> you know, like dystopian future or whatever. Which I love that shit too. So it's a, uh, it's very much like, very much in my wheelhouse or whatever of stuff that I that There's I. There's a lot of gags based on the protagonist being silent. I think having having a Sam along, you know, she's kind of his voice because he never expresses like affirmation or he never you says know. anything. Yeah, right. So when she when they're like standing there and she says something for him, he just is like 
sure i guess that's true you know he doesn't like speak up like okay <laughs> there's this there's this one part i, I want to say it but not give it away at all but there's like a there's a part where a character's like kind of like professing like their love for you like for the character john and he doesn't say anything and the kid just starts like talking about how great the food is like where they were <laughs> and that that like made me laugh like where, where it's like this lady's like putting her heart like out like out for you and telling you like all these things and then sam is like yeah the pork chops were awesome <laughs> and that's and that's the re- that's the response to it to this like you know romantic spot in time because you know john doesn't say anything but <laughs> but sam does and it's just like yeah it, w- it was funny it's it's great it's it's done really well it's just one of those things that just feels like i don't know feels really 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 polished and just really done really well i'm really excited to play more of it it's that i'm definitely gonna play this definitely gonna beat this game the studio and stuff because i mean um it's so beautiful and you know it's a we talked about it's from shanghai or it was made by a team in shanghai and uh there's like i guess it's not called kanji but like chinese letters i don't know if it's called kanji or not but there's like chinese letters you'll see randomly around the place and stuff so it kind of has a like I kind of wonder at times, like, is this label up here like say something that would be you know informative to me or? But I think they've done a pretty good job of localizing the game. Otherwise, oh yeah, I think that I think the dialogue's done really well. Like, uh, I mean, that it was like that in Moon too, where like some signs would be in Japanese or whatever, but you would contextually know what it was. I think there's a little bit of that in this game too. I I just got to the area. I think it's chapter three, but this area definitely looks like Japan. Like from what I'm seeing of it, it looks like. It looks like this is Japan. There's like there's like the uh, there's the temples and there's like the the way the the way the towns would be set up and way the different various stores and stuff like that. It feels like Japan. Like it, you know, to me, it, I'm like, oh, that's that's Japan. That's supposed to be Japan right there. So I guess there's maybe the some of the towns are based on different things, but that one was definitely. I was like, yeah, that's where I'm at. But I mean, but you're you're still loving it. Fifteen fifteen hours into it, I think you're like. You got to be like ten or five hours farther. Than I'm me. at almost eighteen hours now. Okay, yeah, because uh, I don't. I, I I wonder if I'm even at ten yet. It doesn't show you. It doesn't I'm show at your hour seven. Yeah, it doesn't show your hour count unless you like quit and then start it again. So, I've just been I've just been playing it straight through, and it's been like, it's been smooth as butter. Just like, just going right. It's just it's just great. Yeah, it's. I just want to keep playing it every day, and I don't really want to play anything else. And. <laughs> I'm probably going to be sad when it's over. That's why I went. It's going to be one of those games that leaves a hole in me afterwards. That's why I did the other way around. That's why I went and I was like, I'm going to beat Super Metroid first, and then I'll play Eastward. That's that's what I did. I was like, I'm going to get in Super Metroid out of the way, and then I'll, and then I'll go to play Eastward as much as I can before the show. So that's how I do things. Crank that Metroid out at the beginning of the week, and then play whatever else that you want to play after that. <laughs> so I guess we could move on from there. Is there anything else you wanted to say about Eastward? Um, no. It's a little linear, but I, once again, I think that's that's actually a good thing to keep the story moving. I, I, I like that, and, and actually, and I I love it when the game shows you where to go. Like if you look on the map, there's a person with a with a flag on the mm. map showing you where you need to go, and then I prefer that than getting lost in the game. Like I don't really get lost in it because I know exactly where to go. Same. Unless you're in a, unless you're in a dungeon, it's not going to show you exactly where to go. You have to explore and find things. But when you're on the regular map, it's like gotta go here and i was like cool and it also helps you like kind of branch away from the path to find the you know find like the bonus uh treasures and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's cool there's definitely some exploration and like hidden rooms and stuff there's achievements too like i like i've gotten a bunch of different achievements for collecting various like stuff with earthborn and you know 
things like that. And you can look at some of them and there's some of them that are just by, just by what chapters you get to. And there's some of them are for like actually doing things, you know, so it's cool. There's a lot of stuff to do in there. I look forward to talking about more of the story elements, like in a later episode. Yeah. In a later episode, because some of the story stuff is just, once again, I think it's just going to stick with me for a while. Like there's some really, yeah, there's some really good moments in there. Like it's just just done really well, really well written game. Yeah. And I feel like everything, like, at least for me, like I felt, you know, I felt more about this story than I have, like for most games, you know, this was something that actually like cuts through to you where it's like, Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. It's cool. You you care for all the characters and touches your soul. Yeah, it's just done really well. Well, uh, I could talk about the other couple of things I've been playing. Actually, no, I really. I mean, I played some Garden Story this week, and just maybe like another hour or so of it. I think I'm towards the end because it ha- it's having you go back to all the old dungeons, and there's an alternate path you can take based on you know like an item you get. So every dungeon has like an alternate path where you go fight the boss a second time, but they're harder. And so I've beaten two out of the three bosses and the third boss is just really, really hard. And I started playing Eastward and I haven't played garden story since. I figured that's what happened. Um, like you just, uh, you just jump ship, but Eastward is like we said, it's, it's very addicting. It's super addicting. But yeah, I failed Wario, not just because I missed the Tetris 99 event, but I also not played WarioWare at all this week. Like I played me, it me a lot the week <laughs> it came out and then I wow. just like, that flame burned out so quick. I w- I dropped it's off sad. too. I, I wanted I wanted to jump back on to see whatever the challenge was, but I just didn't get to it. So right yeah. now, I haven't even checked that out. So sorry, Wario, but other things have been uh been uh, in my life this week. But other other than that, I guess the only other thing is that I bought um, Star Wars Racer. You get the pod, barely you get the pod racer. <laughs> yeah, it was on sale. I can't remember what it was. It was like seven bucks, maybe eight bucks. All the Star Wars stuff is on sale right now. I mean, I know you're you're probably tired of buying first person shooter games, but Jedi Outcast, it's only like five dollars and that game is so good. Like Star Wars said, I just Jedi keep Outcast buying them and then I don't yeah. Then I yeah. don't play them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you would be well, it does take you a while to get to the actual Jedi stuff. It does start off as a regular first person shooter, a la Dark Forces and stuff like that, but that game is really good. Or if you want to jump right to it, uh Jedi Academy is also like you create your own character and you go straight into like becoming a Jedi and all that stuff. But both of those games are really good. And I think they're both like $5. Like they're only for like the next like day. I think it goes out tomorrow. But if anybody's interested, I recommend both of those big time. And let me know what you think about Star Wars Racer. I got stuck on that one pretty, pretty early because it gets hard really I mean, quickly. I never beat it. <laughs> it gets I never really beat difficult. It ever. We had it. Yeah, we had it when I was growing up. Uh, we had it on the 64, and uh, my brother loved it. He played it all the time, but I just couldn't get into it. But I do remember thinking, like, wow, that title screen looks so good. It's like f- a photo of, like, the movie poster or whatever. And then on this version, it's, it looks so bad. <laughs> like, it's so blurry and, uh, and like, pixelated. And obviously, they just up the original file or whatever. But the, the, the most hilarious part of that game is when you go into Watto's shop and you try to buy stuff for your ship and he just yells at you the whole time. Yeah do that that part's hilarious because he'll just keep saying shit like when you're just just don't pick anything just leave it on the menu and he'll just be like well he's like what you come in here you don't buy anything what's wrong you know he like just he just keep like just saying shit to you and it's so dumb and it's just like i feel like they felt like if you don't say anything every minute you need to you need to put something in there and it's just like and it's you know and you know Watto's like super racist and anti-semite and all that stuff so it's it's even funnier i guess (laughs) on top of that but 
I don't know. I love that game. I'm just, I just wish I was better at it. I just, I just, I suck at it. I'm not, I'm not very good. I only got like through the first cup, I think. It was an impulse buy. I don't know how much I'll actually play it because it's not even multiplayer, but um, it's, but it's fun. I mean, it looks really nice. Yeah. It looks really nice for what it is and it's a really fast game. Yeah. I like it a lot. I just, I get, I get stuck. I got stuck in the same place I did on the 64 one. Uh, the, the only other thing I, I downloaded the story of seasons game trial, which is uh, I think there's like four days left maybe. So I'm going to try to play a little bit of it, but it's one of those things where I don't want to get attached to it because I don't want to buy it. But if it's really good and I start getting attached to it, then I'm going to buy it. But I think I've, I've got too many distractions right now for that to be a thing. I, I was afraid that you'd hate it because it's not Stardew Valley. That's, that's what I was thinking. But it's supposed to be closer to Harvest Moon than the actual Harvest Moon games, right? Yeah, I think so, right? Because the original person who did Harvest Moon now does Story of Seasons games because of whatever mm-hmm. reason. And that's I mean, I there's st- like, yeah. There's like, didn't they already, they've done like multiple story seasons games on the Switch and whatever. I just haven't really gotten around to them because Stardew. Exactly. Like, I feel like Stardew Mm -hmm. was the one that just became the ultimate farming game. So I don't know. I figured it's like, once you do Stardew, you can't do anything else. Much like the developer. Yeah. Even though I think he is actually done with it now, right? He's done. He's done with Stardew. Yeah. Finally. Finally gets to move on. The, uh, speaking of like, uh, Star Wars Racer and Wario. Uh, I just want to say one quick thing. I didn't play WarioWare either, but I did go back and play uh, Cruise and Blast because Cruise and Blast is great. But there was a there was a video that uh was it Game Explain or Nintendo Life put out. I don't know if you guys watched it, but they basically broke down the way that Cruise and Blast works, like to where like if you slow your car down, everything in the background slows down. Also, it's pretty it's pretty awesome actually, right? because everything reacts depending on how fast you're going. Because the game is built so geniusly that they want all these certain events to happen when you get to a certain spot in the game. So it's all based around your how fast you go. So if you completely stop your car, all the dinosaurs or the yetis or like the storm or whatever in the background stops as well. Which it's is great. Like which is crazy. Like, yeah. So you can completely you can you're like the little you can warp time. At the of video. Yeah, no, you can like you can warp time with the... Uh, with cruise and blast and it just like adds to the levels of greatness of this game like just i've been seeing a lot of really good press just the genius just the genius that went into making it is like Mm -hmm. i should have put that on my bingo card that they do like classic cruise and stuff on there even though i think it's probably too too early for that but it was probably end up getting this game eventually i would imagine it did make it it was like 47th in the top 50 most bought games of like the past like week so that's cool it also showed up in the eShop in the top i think it's like 23 or something like that so people are buying it. That's that's all I want. I just want people to buy it because it's really good. But it's just crazy to see them like break down the way the actual game actually works. You know, and 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 there's some stuff that I had actually found as well. Like if you like if you jump over a pit and you don't go far enough, like you don't fall into the pit. Like if you land, there's an invisible road there that you'll just hit and then you'll just drive over the pit because it doesn't want to interrupt the interrupt the action, you know. So there's stuff like that that I already knew about, but I didn't know that if you slow down, you can actually slow down the entire world because everything moves at the pace that you do, which is really cool. Like just how just all the just how they put this together. So so it'd be so because all these moments that happen only happen to you. So if you because they were talking about like when you drive through like a glass wall, mm-hmm. the wall should be already broken because you're like in tenth. People should have already gone through that before you. But it doesn't because they want you to go through the wall. They want you to see the exploding glass and all that stuff. And that's just the way 
it's all built around the experience of the race. And I think that's really cool. It just adds more. Kind of like super hot. Like it makes me think I wish someone would make a, a super yeah. hot. It is like, it is like super hot, I guess, because yeah, everything moves when you move, but it's a racing yeah. game. So you wouldn't slow down anyway, because you want to be going as fast as you can. But if you do, things do things to slow down because they're all supposed to keep up with you and have each thing. It, it's just really cool the way they built it. Like I just, I'm really interested in that stuff. I haven't tried doing it myself just because I want to just play the game as it is, but it was cool to watch the video to see how they broke it down to be like, okay, well, this is how this works here. And, and they did like, um, I don't know. Everybody's been, I haven't seen anybody talk badly about it. Like even your buddy, uh, what metal Jesus rocks even said, told everybody to buy the game. So yeah, my best friend, he got the, yeah. <laughs> well, the only reason I saw it was because you liked it on Twitter. So that's uh, it was repo- oh, did I? Yeah. yeah, it was reposted because I don't I don't follow. Yeah, I liked it on Twitter because I'm like, that's that's I wonder a lot of people follow, so it's good that he that he's getting the na- the name out there. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. No, no, I mean I, I think people should I think people should get the game. Like I said, I think it's a great game, but it's cool that people are actually playing it. Like, and that it did actually show up in the top twenty five. So I'm happy. Like I want it to I want it to sell well so they can make so they can re release the old cruising games and all that stuff. What did you want to talk about anything, John, or do you want to just like cut to the next thing? Uh, yeah, I didn't play too much this week, just besides my my usual Hitman and, and Mario Maker. But there was one interesting thing in Hitman. I I did the elusive target, and the elusive targets, if you don't remember, are, are these uh, characters that show up for only a limited window. You got like nine days to give it a try, and you only get one shot at it. So if you if you mess up, you lose. It's like a high stakes uh, mission. And it makes it all the more fun, except that I've never actually beat one because it's the game is actually I mean, the game is challenging. If you've played it, you, you know, it's, it's like it sounds incredibly challenging because because once you screw up once, you can't do it again. Right. It's just like one you cannot do it again. It's, it, that's it. It's over. And that that character is gone. But they do bring them back every once in a while. You'll have a, a, a elusive target from you know a couple months ago. He reappears, whatever. But you don't know if it's ever going to come back. So this might be your only chance ever at getting this character. And so uh, I decided to go into it. I always go into it pretty seriously because it's the high stakes mission. But this time I was like, okay, I've never beat one. I'm really, really going to plan it out. So like I went in um, in my, in my uh, mission briefing. I, I was like looking at what items should, should, should I bring? What items would be the best? Uh, I spent a good probably five, 10 minutes setting it up and everything. I was like, okay, I didn't even want to play it until, uh, you know, there was a couple opportunities this week where I was like, oh, I got half an hour. I could give it a try, but no, I'm not in the right mindset. But, you know, I kind of turned it down. I was like, I waited till the right time to, to do it. And so I waited to the right time where right time was yesterday. And finally I gave it a shot. Um, I went in there and within three minutes, I accidentally turned right into a corner which was a, a forbidden area oh no and there happened there happened to be a guard right there at that moment and i was instantly shot and died <laughs> i was like oh oh wow that's uh that sucks yeah because then it's like that's it you can't just try over again it's like yeah like w- within the same second I, I i realized oh i'm in a forbidden area i should turn around oh there's a guard right there and boom he shot me dead and that was it so damn I was hoping this was going to be a good, like a story where you won. <laughs> no, this was not one of those stories. This is a bad story. <laughs> so next month, hopefully I'll get one. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds incredibly stressful from what you're saying that it's like, yeah, you fuck up once and you just won't, 
won't get to do anything. It won't get to do it again mm-hmm. after that. So, but it's great because I love, even though I never won one of them. You like the throw of the chase to play, yeah, and just the fact that I know someday I'm gonna get one and it's gonna be great because because of the high stakes nature of it. For sure. Does does your new internet at the new uh, apartment does it does it work well? I mean, does it work good enough for? Uh, I'm sure it works good enough for a. Uh, Hitman oh, yeah, 3 yeah, and Mario great. Maker and all that stuff, right? Like, it runs pretty smoothly. Yeah, so, you know, uh, Hitman, you have an option to do either performance mode or graphics mode. And I tried it in, in, you know, better the better graphics mode, which I, th- I think I, I'd be able to do it. I, I still prefer to do perform- performance mode, which is just, you know, scaled back visually a little bit just to make sure. But, yeah, my internet's good enough to handle the game. That's good. Yeah, I just didn't know. Well, I know that you said that... Yeah. LA is just like notoriously bad with internet. I'm sure I figured that Michigan was better probably for the most part. Yeah. I, I think it feels a little better, but that could be placebo effect. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 I figured you'd uh, jump back on there after having, after having no uh, internet for so long. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm still looked down that game. In fact, before the show, I was telling Jeremy, I think this is that uh, Hitman is one of the more uh, replayable single player games that I've, ever played i believe i crossed 300 hours this week so if, if i didn't I'm, I'm nearby i'm near there yeah yeah no you, you definitely played that game like all different ways but there there seem to be a lot of different ways to do it you know like there's multiple ways oh, to, yeah. to finish it and there were challenges and stuff that you could do as well so yeah there's multiple ways to get every target um and then there's multiple scenarios in every level like there's uh, one level for instance Sapienza, you can play it the normal way, or if you got the DLC, you can uh, play it where there's a, a movie production going on. It's a whole other story going on inside the game. And so everything is rearranged, and there's a movie being shot on the location. You have to take down the main star slash producer and director who's going over <laughs> budget, and that's why he has to go. <laughs> so you're so you're from like the you're from like Paramount or like whatever whatever company is like yeah putting money like you were, into I think it you were, like, you were hired by the studio or something to take him out yep. yeah yeah you're like you're from the higher higher up it's like you got to get rid of him he's going way over budget mm-hmm. yeah is there is there anything else you want to talk about that's it for me all right well let's take a break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some predictions for this upcoming direct so stay tuned <laughs> Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Wow! 
with Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! Whoa! 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 He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! I just I bought I bought the Eastward original soundtrack over break and it has a total of seventy three tracks on it. Wow! So it's uh, there's a lot of music in this game. I bought it. It's it's ten dollars on Bandcamp. You know that goes directly to the to the writer, right? If you buy it on Fridays, are you serious? I think that's how it is. It's it's <laughs> that's so stupid. Like really? <laughs> I think so. I think that's how it works. All right. Well, uh, we're back from the break and. So Nintendo being Nintendo, they're, uh, they decided to, they basically, they're having a direct, not on a Wednesday. I feel like all the directs have been on Wednesdays, and they've really helped us out. But this week, for some reason, the direct is on Thursday, and we wouldn't be able to do it to Thursday night. So we won't be able to talk about it this week. I know you'll be hearing this after the direct has already happened, but, you know, listen, you'll get to listen and see, like, whether we, uh, whether we were right or not in our predictions, which we're yeah, going to... Yeah, how dumb we are. Yeah, which we're going to... Which we're going to get into that in a minute. We did make bingo cards and all that stuff, but let's just, uh, let's just talk about some, uh, other news really quick. Here is the news. I promise you it's the news. Just talk about stuff that is released this week. Um... I, I I did put this on my bingo card just because I thought they might mention it, but the Diablo two resurrected game is coming out this week, which even though all that shit with Blizzard and all that, people are still gonna buy it because you know, I mean I'm sure you had some experience with Diablo two, either of you. Like when I was in college at my first college year at Lincoln, my roommate was big into Diablo. He played it constantly, Diablo two. So it was a uh, I remember I knew people who like made money selling items for Diablo two, like on the PC black market and stuff like that. It was, it was, I'm just saying it was a thing that everybody was into. I have a coworker who still plays Diablo two. So I know it's a, I know it's a thing. In fact, like, are they going to play the remake video games? Yeah. Well, he hardly ever talks about video games. I don't know how much he actually plays, but he just came up to me one day at work and was like, saw you, uh, saw your switch was going to get a Diablo three port. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and this was back before Diablo 3 came out. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I played Diablo 2 for 
several thousand hours. Like it was, it was thousands of hours. Yeah, racked up in it. It's probably like flipped or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Diablo two. I don't think I don't think I'll get it. I have another coworker who keeps asking me if I'm going to get it, and I'm like, I don't know. And I don't. I I could get into the whole like. I mean, you have three. <laughs> you do have Diablo I could, three. I could, yeah. Exactly. I already have one, and so I still need to play through that. And also, uh, Activision Blizzard. You know, I don't really want to get into it with him there on the line at work, but it's like I still really want to buy anything from them for a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to buy it. I'm just saying that it's a important release, I guess, because of the popularity of Diablo two and and I did put on my bingo card for the direct that I thought that they're going to have that they're going to say something about Diablo two because it is actually releasing the day of the direct. So maybe they are going to mention it. I don't know. It's a popular game, but is all I'm saying. So, but also, uh, was it Toem the the game that we saw the black and white photo game that's coming out this week? That was an indie thing. Uh, Fist of Fluffs made by isn't that made by Craig Harris and Matt Casamassina? It's the Rogue yep. Games, yeah, Rogue Games, yep. Cat Fighter game, 1999 for both of those. I'm interested in this game. I, I'm going to get it at some point. I, I haven't read any of the reviews yet, but it, it looks cool. It looks like a fun game. Yeah, it's, it's about it's, cats. It's a cat fighting game. It's, it's like it's like Smash Brothers kind of, but like in a living room with cats. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not really like yeah. Scratch Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I think this one actually came out last week, but Nino Kino Nino 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 Nani, uh Nino Kuni too it actually comes out came out last week. The Princess Edition. It's like fifty nine ninety nine. And the and the original one is on sale again for twelve dollars. So if anybody wants that Nino Kuni shit. It's on sale. Eastward, we talked about that. That's already out. Well, one thing I thought that's interesting, I saw you have a Switch firmware update on here about how some of the games like are booted up quicker. But also, did you guys notice that with the newest update, there's there's actually a dock update now that's on there? Yeah, because that was for the... It's only for the OLED though, right? Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, I heard. I, I thought so. So is it still going to be the Switch Pro, but only through internet updates in the future through the OLED dock. Oh, so it's going to have that's, different. That's yeah, my own like different dock. mine cannon, whatever on that is the, no, the pro was hidden in the dock the whole time. Yeah. What, what if that, like it, it's, it's just an interesting idea, right? That the pro led, maybe that's going to, cause you know, the rumors were that the dock was going to have some sort of thing in it. That's going to upscale to 4k, right. And it's going to be in the, and you can only, and you can play it docked in 4k or in a better 4k or something. I was thinking that maybe that's it. Maybe we'll have to get the Pro LED, just the dock, not the switch, just the dock, and and use that and upgrade it, and then maybe it'll play better through 4Ks or something. I don't know. It's an idea. Just they might they might say something about it at the direct tomorrow. Who knows? Um, there's a there's a Monster Hunter Rise, uh, more Capcom collaboration stuff happening. Mega Man is in there. Uh, Rush Jet is in there. I need to play that game again. I really like that game and. It's supposed to be on my top 10, so I need to need, need to get back to it. I mean, I put 100 hours into it, you know, when it came out. But I, I do really want to go back and play this Capcom stuff. I just need to, need to get to it. We should talk about... Oh, this is... I mean, a lot of these are actually on my bingo card already. Uh, the Castlevania Advance Collection. The, there's more rumors about that coming to Switch. I put that on my bingo card because I feel like... I also did. If it's going to get unveiled, it's good. Actually, I saw there was a brand new... Like right before we started, like hot off the press, whatever, there was a new article saying actually putting the the games that are going to be on there, and it has the three Game Boy Advance games, but also Dracula X. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> it's like why? Wh- what? Why? I don't understand this fourth game on. That here. doesn't make any sense. Right? But Dracula X, but not 
but not the right one. Not not the actual like uh, what's it called? Not Rondo. It's not Rondo Blood. Yeah, it's the Dracula X Super Nintendo version. But which... even then, it's like, why would you even like? It doesn't. <laughs> it belong. I know these games are. The well, other three games make sense together. Well, I don't think Dracula X was ever re-released on Game Boy Advance. I mean, I know Castlevania One was, but not yeah anything else. I don't know. Jackbox Party Pack Eight. There's another one of those coming out. Those are on sale too as well. We need to get six because that's the one that has the uh, freestyle wrapping in it. Yeah, let's have fun with that. Uh, Blood Rain One and Two remastered version, revamped on Switch. You can play Blood Rain One. Uh, you know what? I think I would get Blood Rain One on Switch just to play it if it's not too expensive. Just for the I think I would too. Yeah. So there's this game called Xeus: The Complete Collection, which basically is like a mech Star Fox type game. It's coming out, which uh, I hadn't heard of this game before. I never heard of it, but it I watched a video of it. Some, I watched a video it of it, and it looks old, like, like like maybe it was like nineties or something. It, it look it reminded me. It kind of looked like a mixture of um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Panzer Dragoon. No, not that one. The the one that's on sixty four. Sin and Punishment it looks like a Sin mixture, yeah. like a mixture of Sin and Punishment and Star Fox. Is kind of is kind of what I got yep. from it. And I, I really I really like both of those games. So, and yeah, it's and it looks a lot like Star Fox, where you move, where you have like the. You know, there's like the on rails, but you move around and shoot stuff. And we really don't have any good games like that. So, and it's a game that was, you know, that was like maybe not released here. And I'm on board. And it comes out next week too. So looks looks dope. And Pokemon's Pokemon coming back. Yeah, game. yeah. I don't know. I don't know how Pokemon trading card game wasn't on mobile yet. It's crazy that it wasn't one of the first things they brought to mobile because it totally makes sense. Um, they can make so much money off of microtransactions. I don't know if that for sure if that's what's in here, but I'm sure there are. Yeah, it's free to play. Uh, so yep. yeah, I'd be just, yeah. yeah. It's free to play, so it's and be in there. the avatars are pretty dumb. But I guess they're kind of dumb in Go at first too. Maybe they'll change them over time. But uh, yeah, this is a. Uh, I actually got into playing it a little bit on. There is a, and it may still be up for all I know. But there was like an unofficial Pokemon like Flash, like it was a Flash game you could play. That was the trading card game, and I got into that for a little while. That was fun. So. I might play this on my my iPhone. We'll see. Probably not though. <laughs> yeah, I yeah I I won't I won't play it. Did you play it on the Game Boy? Did you have it? I never did. No, the only the only Game Boy the only thing I played that wasn't the regular Pokemon was uh, Puzzle League. Pinball. Oh yeah, pinball. Oh, yeah. Pinball was great too. Yeah, I forgot about that. I played the pinball games and the Puzzle League games. Well, I guess it was just Game Boy Color that had Puzzle League on there. My bro- my brother was into the real, you know, the actual card game, and then he played all the way through the Game Boy game as well. And I just bear being like, "Isn't that annoying? Like it's just so the screen's so little, and you don't get to actually throw your cards, you know, around and stuff." But he did it, and he liked it, and so I started playing it on the Game Boy. I have the actual game, and then I also have it on uh, on the 3DS, I think. Yeah. So I've played both those places oh, that, too. Yeah, so I mean, console. it's fun enough. Yeah. Uh, the Disney Classic Games Collection, one that was with Lion King and Aladdin, is being re-released, uh, and we mentioned this before, um, with the Jungle Book. But the new information is that it's also going to, going to include the Super NES version of Aladdin. So that means that you have to buy it, John, so you could play the superior version of Aladdin. <laughs> oh, oh I've, I've played i've already played the superior version of Aladdin. no i'm talking about the super nintendo and one. i've also played the super <laughs> nintendo version yeah no i'm just saying just uh because i i think it'd be badass if for some random reason it just had both versions of Aladdin. it's like ah fuck you guys here's both of them i mean it does it, it does though that's what they're changing it 
right? Yep. To mm-hmm. have that. Oh, and it has yep. it has a se- it has the Genesis and this. No, the gen <laughs> no the gen the Genesis is already on there. That's the thing is they they had the Genesis oh. version already on there, but not the ga- the Capcom Super Nintendo one. But they did have the Game Boy one, right? That was that was a version of the mm-hmm. of the Genesis one. But now you're mm-hmm. gonna have the the whatever the bifecta of the two of those together. You're gonna have the Super Nintendo and the Genesis one. So people can play the, the Super Nintendo one is much better. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I, I haven't paid much attention just, to this I know because I, I have all these games except for Jungle Book. Yeah, I mean, I, I never played like Lion King, and I don't really care about this game. But I think it's cool that that they're adding games to it later. You know, mm-hmm. that they're doing extra DLC stuff. That's always cool, like adding free DLC. It but I don't, it's not DLC it? though. It's it's all just a reissue, like. But I, but like, aren't, uh, but if you have it, they di- reissue it with more. But if you have it digitally, you'll get to download it for free, right? Or no? That's not. It's not clear. It's, it's not the, clear because it physically, The physical game is coming out with, with with a whole new package and all that stuff, but it, they haven't mentioned that it, it would be DLC for people who've already bought it. Because that because that's so what I, I would think. think. You just have to. Re- it'd be unfair for you to unless they're going to make you totally pay unfair. like five dollars or something for extra stuff but it's been on the eShop digitally for quite some time and it's Long like time. i mean i would think that you would just add it in there like not to not to say anything good about blizzard or whatever but that blizzard collection that i have they added two mm-hmm. games to that for free after i bought it like the blizzard arcade shit so they added like um was it the uh the Vikings two game and they added another like Lost racing Vikings. game on there. Lost Viking. Yeah, they added Lost Vikings two and they also added uh the original game that came out before Rock and Roll Racing and all that. So I would think they would mm. just do it in that way. And like same with that uh collection that we had, the S and K collection, they just kinda added shit to that. So I I figured they would do it in that way. Yeah, it says in this article um from Real Otaku Gamer that uh, the Disney Classic Games collection is releasing this November for PlayStation, Switch, Xbox, and PC. So it doesn't say like there's doesn't say anything about DLC, and I've not heard. I, I read about this in another source too. Doesn't say anything about DLC pretty much anywhere that I can find. Uh, but just to give the complete rundown of all the titles that are going to be in there now. So you get Disney's Aladdin for the Super Nintendo Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Sega Genesis. Disney's Aladdin Final Cut for Sega Genesis. Disney's Aladdin Demo Version for the Genesis. Disney's Aladdin, Japanese version for the Genesis, uh, Lion King for Super Nintendo Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Genesis, Lion King for the Japanese version on Genesis, and Jungle Book for Super Nintendo Game Boy and Sega Genesis. That's a pretty complete package now. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, I would, yeah, we'll have to see what they'll do on the digital front, but I would think that they would just have a deluxe version or something like that. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there if you want to play those games. I only own... The only ones I own out of those are the Aladdin Genesis and Aladdin Super Nintendo game. So I have the two good ones. Don't need any other ones. I have the Game Boy one, the Game Boy Aladdin. And of course, I have Lion King on the SNES. There you go. Well, let's talk about Luigi in uh, Dreamcast. Uh, Luigi was discovered in a Dreamcast prototype of Sega GT randomly. So Okay, so uh, this, was, this wasn't a final game. This was like... It's a prototype, right? Prototype, yeah. mock-up. Okay. Right. But the odd Luigi was discovered by a video game preservationist Combi Laurent 1. This is according to Kotaku. They say he's hidden in a race named Sony GT2, which appears to be a reference to the PlayStation racing game Gran Turismo. Huh. Yeah, I see him there with a checkered flag waving people through. It's so weird. Yes. 
<laughs> so these guys um, secretly wanted him in there. They're part of a group that that seeks to preserve video game oddities, including like prototypes and uh, vaporware and that kind of thing. And so they dug deep into uh, Sega GT2 and found Luigi. So hence my name. I, you know, Luigi should be involved in every game. That's true. Now, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about, or can we jump straight to our predictions? Let's go to the headline. Okay, so like we said, Nintendo inconveniently uh, placed their their uh, direct for for Thursday night, which will be after we're recording this. But something interesting before this that kind of like led to it was, you know, people keep finding this uh, patent for a new controller, right? That's that's like supposed to be unveiled yeah. on Friday. And there's been people saying that it's a, you know, saying that they know stuff about a Game Boy version, whatever. Um, I don't know. So that that's kind of something to think about going into this direct. And of course, also on the Twitter where they announced that they said that this was going to be games that are releasing this winter, which winter could go all the way through February for all we know, because that's mm-hmm. how winter normally yeah. happens here. Probably the fiscal year. So probably into March. Yeah. So that's kind of what we've been thinking about with our lists here. I see you guys have uh, stuff that I don't have on there. Um, I don't know how do, how do you want to do this. We don't. I, I was gonna say we don't have to go necessarily go like square by square, but we could just talk about stuff that we have on our thing. What about gonna... what if we did like uh, like you know a, we were gonna ha- we each have like we probably have some safe stuff, and then we have some like stuff we just wish for, and then we have some like ridiculous stuff. Like, sure. We all kind of we call yeah. have our own like thing. Yeah, I actually for mine I think it's like 70% safe stuff. And then well, I just I put more safe stuff on this one yeah. than I usually do. And then I was just kind of okay. like after a while I was just like, well let's just do some dumb stuff that isn't going to happen but it'll be funny, you know. That's that's kind of what I went for. Like one of mine, one of my dumb ones that'll probably not happen is uh that they will unveil the release date of Shadow Man 64 for Switch, which I know has been on which I know has been in development forever by Night Dive Studios. That's what I want to see for this Halloween. I think they Shadow Man sixty four. So that, that was announced for a while ago. Yeah, that was yeah. one. That was one that kind of was just like out of nowhere. That I was like, hey, that one. That'd be a good Halloween. You're right. Game. That's what I'm saying. I'd love to play it during Halloween, which I do have it for sixty four. But I want to play the updated version, which hopefully has a map because it's really easy to get lost in that game. Another one. Well, this one isn't really like a reaching one. I thought this might actually happen, and this actually has to do with our releases of last week that we talked about, but what I put on my bingo was uh, that Delta Rune Chapter 2 will be announced officially for Switch, because it's not on Switch yet. It's only on uh, Steam, which I'm sure you saw that article where uh, Steam broke because they released Delta Rune Chapter 2. Did you see that? Where, yeah, uh, for free. Yep. It, com- it yeah, completely it crashed, it crashed it, yeah, because so many people try to download it, but it's not available. I made sure and double checked on the eShop I, uh, that there was any DLC for Delta Rune. Only Delta Rune Chapter One is on there. There's no added thing. So, wouldn't it make sense to put it on the? I mean, they they did they did it before for the release of um, that's a thing. Undertale put, on Switch and all that. I was looking at my bingo card from the last direct, or maybe it was um, what I can't remember when we did it. The the direct last maybe it was the uh, it was the uh, E three. E3 direct. E3. Yeah. Yeah. So nice on one. there, I did, I had one of my predictions was, uh, sequel or, you know, chapter two Delta Rune. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was like, just I almost it copied it yeah. over to this bingo card. I wish I kind of now I kind of wish I had. But that was before they ever even like released or announced the new chapter. So I was surprised it didn't come to the Switch because didn't it come to the Switch simultaneously with the Steam release last time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. What Undertale or, or no Deltarune? Yeah, no, thought, no Deltarune. Yeah, yeah, I thought Deltarune came the same time because that's where I played one. it. And I was like, I didn't feel like I was behind the times. Whereas Undertale, I totally played on Steam. Oh yeah, it was. Well, I, I mean, th- Undertale I, was on PS4 or, or three. Or I would have played Delta Rune this week if I wasn't so distracted. Like, I, I really want to play that, and I'm actually kind of worried that I forgot about the other one because it's been like three years, right? Oh yeah, the first one. I mean, hopefully they'll like, I don't know, bring you into it or something. And I heard that from what I saw from Toby Fox, he was saying that two is going to be free, but then the rest of the chapters will be packaged as a buy a thing that you buy. And he said it's going to be more expensive than than uh, Undertale. Also, well, he needs to get paid. Yeah, for his work. I mean it's fine. Buy it. You know, it's funny. Uh, my uh, just made a bingo as well, and I brought it in here, and uh, she has a she has a and this one I have as well, but she has both sides of it. She says that they'll announce new content for Animal Crossing. And there's another one that says they'll announce that there will be no new content for Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> so like both both sides of the spectrum here. So Life or death. Yeah. That's us. Or it's like, because I, I put Animal Crossing update on mine just because they kind of hinted at it during E3 that they said there was stuff coming and they just weren't talking about it. So it might just be a little thing, but I figured there'd be something Christmas thing. I don't know. I put a Mario Golf update was another one that I have just because I figured there'll be another thing that'll be on there. Reasonable. I put all my safe bets around the star in like prime bingo position because previous ones we've done of these, I feel like I've had pretty good selections. I just didn't really care about where I put them on the card. Mm -hmm. So if you look at my my card all around the star, uh, those are my what I would consider my, my prime my prime uh, predictions. So like a couple of them ring fit DLC. I think it's coming at some point. The game's coming up on its two year anniversary. It's popular. It seems like a sure thing. We're going to get, I, saw, I, I think IGN just did an article about, or somebody, some publication did an article where yep, they, like, it was people that had beaten it. Mm-hmm. Oh, ring fit. Yeah. How it affected yeah. their lives. And mm-hmm. yeah, they lost weight and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, Henry it's, Gilbert it's, it's, was one of the people. Oh, did they interview him on that? Uh huh. Oh, really? Through IGN? Okay. Yeah, I know. I know he played it a bunch. He, yeah, he talked about it on the Talking Simpsons stuff that I listened to. Um, you want to talk about the NSO? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm sure we all have different stuff on there for that. Uh, this is. I have two different spaces on mine. I have. Mm-hmm. I have Nintendo Switch Online update. I was super vague with it. I didn't say anything about like 64 or Game Boy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I also have new IP with brand new controller. They're right next to each other, actually. So I'm hitting both sides. I did. I did a similar the, thing. Yeah. I've here. got new. I've got a new IP, and I also have some kind of new controller. It is. Mm. Yeah, they're two things, but they're they're split apart. I should have put them next to each other. God damn it. Yeah, I mean, I it's, went specific with it because I really I'm pretty confident that's this smart. is what's going to happen. So I said Game Boy on NSO, and then also I think there's going to be the new controller is Game Boy Joy-Con with a d-pad because you have to have well first of all it was like a week ago or so that nintendo life and Eurogamer both reported that 
Game Boy was coming to the Switch. So mm-hmm. I think that's for sure the system. And then secondly, got this FEC filing, uh, FCC filing for the new controller. And originally I was thinking it's not Game Boy because, you know, what would a Game Boy controller even look like? Then yeah, right. it dawned on me, like, if they actually just released a, a, a new Joy-Con with a D-pad, like the Game Boy had, they'd probably have to refile. Oh, okay. So I think that's definitely it. I think that we're getting Game Boy Joy-Con with a D-pad. I think one thing that's really interesting about the FCC filing is that Nintendo has to beat them to the punch because like people will be able to figure out what it is once it's like made public or whatever. Yeah, right. So, so they're like direct. They, so yeah. people yeah. are. I, I was seeing it was yesterday. I was seeing. I wish I should have noted it. I mean, I was just scrolling through Twitter, but somebody. It was one of the journalist people I follow was just like, you know what this means with the FCC filing? It means there has to be a direct because Nintendo has to. Yeah. And then there was address mm-hmm. this before. Yeah. So like in a way that FCC filing is one of the most, as far as leaks go, that's one of the most like reliable things, I guess. Yeah. When you, when you see it get to that level. So I know the Castlevania collection, for instance, was rated in a couple of different pl- countries. Right. So that's why. Yeah. That's it's how become, it was like, incredible. Oh yeah. Definitely. And you have that, you have that on yours, right? Jeremy, the Castlevania. I collection. do. Absolutely. In fact, that's, like John was saying, I've got my little center. Um, I've got Disco Elysium. I f- feel like we're going to hear about that soon. Yeah, sure. I, I feel kind of dumb uh, that I that I forgot about that one. Also, also I forgot about Fall Guys again. I saw you still have that on your bingo card. Yeah, so I actually, so this must have been before, whatever. The last one I was looking at, um, yeah, I, I left some stum- stuff off, but I was like, well, this is good to like consult this because like now I've got the data that I know it wasn't true. It was, it seemed like I think you had that on the, the other time. one too. Yeah. I did Disco Elysium. Well, that's also trying to wish something into existence. I think the one thing I put on here that's ridiculous that I always put is Rare Replay coming to Switch. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to, and uh, I also put a new Labo set. They're not good. They're not going to be more Labo, but <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. There was. Some- I think Game Builder Garage was proof that Labo's that's the done. end. Yeah, I, I put I put a couple things on there that were really reaching for me. Like I put a. You know stuff that's never going to happen. Like, but I want anyway. I put a Yakuza collection. You know, just just holding out hope for that. That maybe like Yakuza one, two, and three would, or one through five even, could come out because those are all PS3 games. You know, and uh, and also I put just for the fun of it, I put a Skies of Arcadia remake because I've seen like the people who created that like talking about it or teasing it. You know, and stuff like that'll. You know, I think like. Uh, I think I saw Bayonetta three on 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 a couple of years, right? Did you guys put that on there as well? Or is it I just put me? Bayonetta three. Yeah, Bayonetta three because there's there's been people teasing that as well, like talking about Platinum said that they have that they do have stuff to show, but Nintendo has to allow them to show it or whatever. So they did actually. There's been talk about that, so I did put that on there. I definitely put the Mario Kart, Mario something Mario Kart related. So I just put new Mario Kart game or collection. I left it kind of wide open. Yeah, skipped. I I didn't think of Mario Kart. I didn't put it on here. Like a lot of stuff, I there was stuff I put on that I thought would happen. Like Mario, like Mario Party Superstar. I figured they'll mention that. That's a couple weeks away. Uh, I put Metroid Dread on there. That's a couple weeks away. Also, Um, I I put like ones that I want to see, like Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster. I put that on there. I was hoping that maybe they'd say it's coming to Switch. Uh, I wanted to see more talk about Dragon Quest Three Remaster. I put that on there also. Um, oh, the Switch, the OLED. I figured they would mention that because that's a couple weeks away. Also, they will the new Switch for sure. You know, it's on. It's yeah. like 
It's right on the horizon. Uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz. I put that that on there also. Also, like two weeks away. You know, there's a lot yeah. of stuff that's like just about to happen. So I figured they'd mention it. And you know what? They're, they don't they still need like one more character for Smash Brothers also. So uh, that might. Yeah, I got that too. on here. Yeah, I think we all do. Like, just had Smash character as well in hers. Um, I have, of course, oh, I have I in the eShop now. And uh, one more thing, I have those two. Yeah, release release out today. I think I think Jess has that on hers. The one more thing is like the little. Oh wait, we're not actually done. Here's one more thing. Well, they they do that all the time, so that that's kind of a, I put Netflix. <laughs> that's an easy one. I always yeah. put Netflix on Switch. Getting more <laughs> ridiculous never, each time. <laughs> we're never gonna get Netflix on Switch. Yeah, we don't need it. And and did did all of you put the Grand Theft Auto in there? I think I think we all did. I just said any GTA. I yeah. Didn't I kept it. You wow, didn't put, you didn't put GTA though. on there. I, I figured you no, would. No, because I think because I think uh, I thought about it, but but I think the collection now is it's definitely going to happen. But yeah, now it's definitely going to happen. Sure. No, because the collection is, is coming to every console, and Rockstar is big enough that they're not going to announce it in a Nintendo Direct. So they mm. they haven't even actually confirmed it. I mean, that's kind of what I've been thinking too I mean, about like pixel did, remasters. Like, didn't yeah. didn't LA didn't LA Noir like happen in a direct like seven years ago? Whenever that happened, the one Rockstar game that's on Switch. Didn't yeah, they but it was yeah, already but yeah, out. That, that was already out. It was an old game. Like, it, it hasn't even been officially announced yet for I, all the other platforms. I, okay, yeah, no, that's a good way to think. But I, I guess I didn't think about it in that way, where like they haven't. Yeah. It doesn't actually exist as a thing yet, and to have it right. exist as a thing on the direct before anywhere else is a weird as, yeah. thing. Yeah, I think no, it's I the same that. as like yeah. po- Pokemon's going to always do their own thing, you know? Because I almost put like Pokemon stuff, but I was like, no. I mean, they they probably will. They show got their Pokemon own separate trailers. direct. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, and it's so it's like even like uh, like John was saying, like you just got to think like now even oh yeah like the pixel remasters. It's like Square's gonna say something about that on their own they're not going to do it the nintendo direct i thought maybe since it was already out they might they could they could be like hey uh, by possibly the way, yeah hey by the way we're hey i'd love to be wrong i'd That'd love be... for them to announce them tomorrow uh, that, that would that would be great yeah and uh, the dragon quest having its own like 35th anniversary direct kind of made me feel that way i think like, that's where we found out about the remake. Yeah, but the thing that's why the reason I think that it might still be on a Nintendo Direct is because they announced that remake on the Dragon Quest Direct, but they never like followed up with it from a straight Nintendo thing. So that's why I thought that they would mention it again on the Nintendo side because it was officially unveiled through Dragon Quest, but it wouldn't surprise me at all for Nintendo to be like, hey, in case you didn't see it, here's the Dragon Quest remake. The, which was confirmed to come to Switch and all that, and it does exist, so it would make sense for them to to say it again, you know, I think. Uh, Disco Elysium, you said, it, I think that's probably a pretty good one, because cause wasn't that supposed to come out in the summer or something, and now the summer's over? So yeah. it, it's like, I mean, this they, is the time that it should be happening right now, so that would I, that's going to be, I could see that being like a out-today thing, where it's like, oh yeah, and by the way, Disco Elysium, and I'm like, damn it, I'm still trying to play. I would love that, because I would get two squares for that. Yeah, but I mean, but it's like we're both still trying to play through Eastward, which is so good. And it's like, what if they dropped like Disco Elysium on top of you? It's supposed to also be really good. And then I all mean, of a sudden, you gotta Eastward. you gotta jump, leave Eastward for another thing. I don't know. I'm just saying. Unless it just gets really annoying. Mul- or multitude like of riches or whatever. I predicted a couple of specific Game Boy games that are going to come. I think um, Pokemon Red and Blue. Although what Jeremy was just saying makes me question no. that Pokemon does kind of its own thing. Well, also uh, Doctor. 
we'll say, and also, I don't think they're not going to give that game away for free. No way. They're going to make you pay money for it, just like they did on 3DS. I don't think that they would give you. No way. They would not give you any of the older and Pokemon not even, games. They weren't included. even the cost of the normal Game Boy games. They were $10. They were like upcharged. Mm, well, yeah, they made, they made it Game more Boy games for the like 3DS. Three, yeah. three or $4, but the, the original Game Boy Pokemon Blue was 10 I don't, there, I don't think that's... There's specific games that will not be included with Nintendo Switch Online, and 100% it's not going to be Pokemon. No way. Like they can make you buy that shit by the as a separate thing, and they will. Because they know that you will. <laughs> that ever all the Pokemon fans will. You know, it's not gonna be a free thing. Well, on the other hand, like Mario Land, Mario Land Two, Wario World, that'll be on there. Yep. <laughs> Those I games on, will be on yeah, there. I put on there Super <laughs> Mario Land. I put Doctor Mario and Game Boy Tetris. I mean Game Boy Tre- Game Boy Tetris is gonna happen. I don't think I so. Don't know. Well, I think it's got to happen. Well, people so so associate the Game Boy. They and do. Tetris, they do. The but they're taking off the three Yes, but there's so comp- the there's- massive amounts of disappointment that will be if thrown at both there. companies, Nintendo and at the Tetris company. So you think Nintendo will even make a deal out of be like, and we got Tetris? Yes. Back. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, there. What Jeremy is saying is right. Like, yeah, there's the there's the whole like complications with the license and all that, where. Tetris was available for Game Boy through 3DS on uh, eShop, and it was mo- it was removed because of the because of some sort of uh, licensing thing, and that's why I don't really think that it'll automatically be on there. Even though, of course, yeah, there's the Tetris 99, so who knows? Because I know it's like really complicated around the Tetris license and all that. But and I actually do have Tetris for 3DS. I'm glad that I got it when I did because yeah, they pulled it completely off of the. And I got it for free too. I ended up getting it from like a Nintendo Club points that I got for buying other stuff. So I didn't even pay for it, which is awesome. But I would love to see it. I'd love to have it be on there, you know, but who knows? What do I have on here? Uh, of course, I, I want there to be some Metroid Prime 4 info. There probably won't be, but I think it's I'd too it on here. It, it, it would be, a, I don't know, I feel like it'd be a weird time for them to do it with Dread just being around the corner. Like, why? Why would you show stuff about four? You want people to buy Dread, and people are going to buy Dread. But, it, but it's like, but why would you want to show them another thing that maybe people would want better? I don't know. I figured you just want to just keep the focus on Dread for right now, and not, and we'll do four later. Yeah. Well, here's one that I uh, no, you're probably right about that. Here's one that I thought it's a it's both a long shot, but it is there is some logic to it. Bringing the original Psychonauts to Switch. Uh, that, I mean, and, that and now's the it. time because two just came out and. The game was a PlayStation 2 game. Obviously, it can run on the Switch, and it's never been on a Nintendo console before, so that, that would be a pretty big deal. Yeah, but isn't and they the... did, they've released, uh, what was that one game they released for the Switch? It was the same developer. Uh, oh, what was that game called? It was like... It wasn't Double Fine. Yeah, I thought it was. I didn't think there was any Double Fine games on Switch. I mean, I, I would... I don't think so. There was not a double fine game on, or it was maybe it was Tim Schafer. Oh, but it wasn't double fine. Is it? Is Grim Fandango yeah. isn't on there? Is there? It yeah, is. Grim yeah, Fandango is on yeah, there. John, no, John has a, a yeah, because that, that no, was no, that's that was not a the Tim game Schaefer, I'm thinking right? of. It was like a post-apocalyptic game with mutants. What is that game called? Oh, uh, Zombies Ain't My Neighbors. No, no. Oh, do you mean a uh, Maniac Mansion? Because that's not on there either. Or Day of the Tentacle. The other. What's the Tim Schafer motorcycle game? That's not on there. Full throttle. Rad. 
And it is Double Fine Productions. Oh, there you go. That's yeah, Tim, yeah, Tim Shaver did make that. And I did buy that game and didn't like it. <laughs> so, and it's uh, Double Fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, that's yeah. all I was trying to say is rad is like proof that they would support the Switch. Mm. So maybe uh, uh, Psychonauts coming to the Switch. I just uh, like that might be a safe bet. I put it over there in the corner. <laughs> I mean, corners are, are a good thing to have, though, right? I I should have I should have mm-hmm. positioned mine in a certain way. I, I see that you have Zelda thirty five on there. Uh, Jess also did a similar thing where she put a basically new game like Tetris ninety nine or Mario thirty five. So kind of made but it. Didn't more they also say open. previously that that there was not going to be a thirty fifth Zelda uh, celebration? I don't think they've ever confirmed that. I don't. I don't think necessarily. I think they just said like, here's the Zelda stuff, and they went into Skyward Sword. And Breath of the Wild too, which I think all of us have Breath of the Wild stuff, right? Even well, I I guess there was no further plans beyond the Skyward Sword and and the the Game and Watch thing. I don't know if they they did say it. I don't know if they necessarily straight up remember because on the last one we I had a a a mention about the Zelda 35th anniversary on my bingo card, and then I counted it because they had specifically said there's no more. 35th anniversary celebration that doesn't mean mm. that they won't have a game though like mario 35 i mean who knows you know that's all i'm saying could be in there they probably will talk about the game and watch though maybe I oh should definitely yep. which see- is what which is one thing i did get on the last bingo card was, which was, i was pretty proud of was game and watch yeah i see you have a lot mm. of stuff on here john that you haven't talked about yet so go for it well i thought some of my more out there ones you know i'm always gonna put chibi robo on there that's my eternal bingo spot holding a candle for a chibi robo i thought about maybe they would do like another nes remix but they would do the next evolution they do a snes remix that'd be cool i'd definitely I'd, get that i would buy that yeah i would too and then after that i was pretty much just going for long dead nintendo series like uh wave race let's get another wave race game sometime sometime come on the game was that was fun it was a big hit Oh yeah, no, it was great, and the GameCube one was really good too. the uh, The mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu release date—that's a really good one too, just because. I think so. Do you remember they did actually say that Detective Pikachu was coming to Switch? I feel like it was like years ago, though. Isn't that a like isn't ago. that due for some sort of mention of something? You know, I mean, nope. it, it was definitely before the movie. I think even it was before the movie. Yeah. Before yeah. the movie, even right? Yeah. So that's definitely and that was something. twenty what nineteen? Twenty nineteen. Yep. Yeah. It was a long time ago. I thought the movie was even before that. I don't know, but yeah. I saw someone say something on Twitter that was like, if I had a time machine, I wouldn't do anything crazy. I'd just go back to 2019 and go see Detective Pikachu again at the theater. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I had a good time doing that. That was a, that was a good memory for me too. I, I miss yeah, it. We went Sonic, to see not it. so much. Yep. I go back in time <laughs> and see Sonic again in 40. <laughs> that was such a weird experience, but I'm, I'm glad that I had it, I guess. So I know what it's like. So I know it, that I don't need to do it ever again, but also, like I go seeing, back in time and also seeing to movies see again, but Sonic, knowing that that would be my last movie for the next two years. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. I was also saying, like, also watch like, something else. Also, like seeing movies. Yeah, it's it's never gonna happen again. Or maybe like five years from now, we'll see a movie in a theater and feel good about it. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but yet, I keep buying tickets to uh, to places filled with people. <laughs> I just bought wrestling tickets again for November. I mean, I've done thing. it. I've done it with concerts, so I get <laughs> yeah, it, man. I, I make like. I mean, I still try to be safe, but I know I'm taking a risk. 
but I just like I need music to live. I really do. Maybe I was thinking the same thing when I put rhythm rhythm heaven down on my big <laughs> rhythm heaven. No, I, I I mean I I hope that happens. Well, I mentioned I I tweeted it I tweeted it, and I don't think I mentioned it last week, but there are uh, games in well, there's one game in WarioWare that directly references rhythm heaven and actually references one of my favorite rhythm heaven games the uh dub 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 is that true that that uh game is in there with the with the lady who interviews the wrestler mm. you, you see her you see her in there for a second i was like oh we need a rhythm heaven game so that would be great i see you have uh, wings yeah yeah you, you you're yeah. really you were like stretching to all the different nintendo stuff on here we got a oh pi- yeah pilot wings Star Fox, 1080 nintendogs yep. F-Zero, you know, I actually did put F-Zero down, but then I crossed it out and changed it to Deltarune 2 because I was kind of just throwing F-Zero in there because I love F-Zero, but I know it's not going to happen. I was like, well, Deltarune 2 is a better idea. It was something that came to me after I finished the after I finished the bingo card. I was like, well, you know, I should add I think we'll get at least one of these, at least one of these dead series coming back. It happened last time around with the, uh, the um, Famicom Wars. And I think it's going to happen again. I got a good feeling. Speaking of speaking of Famicom Wars, that's another thing that I put on my bingo card. Uh, more info about Advance Wars One and Two, which is coming out in December. So that would make. I mean, that's like their as of right now. That's their biggest game, I guess. <laughs> that isn't that isn't Pokemon, you know. So I mean, they're definitely going to say something about it. And just you know, hope against hope. I did put Mario Galaxy Two in there as well. Just I didn't say as well, DLC. I didn't say as what it is. I just said Mario Galaxy 2. We'll see it in some way, in some way, shape, or form. As DLC is a separate game, whatever. You know, put it on there. I put that I put that in there. What, another one I carried over from my summer one was uh, Kid Icarus, because it's also the 35th anniversary of Kid Icarus. So I just put port, remake, or new game. I, once again, I was like, I could have just wrote <laughs> Kid Icarus, but like any Kid Icarus counts. Well, if, I'm they sure- bring, uh, if they bring a rise, or what's it called? Uprising, Uprising, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they brought that to the Switch, I'd probably buy it. Well, I've you, always wanted to play it. Well, you listened to the Retronauts episode about that, I'm sure, right? The Kid Icarus episode. I did. Yeah. Well, they and I do agree with them. They basically talk about how they feel like it'll never be released in the right in the right version because in order to do that, they have to admit that they made the game wrong and that they yeah. won't do that. And I, I I did believe that, even though that's such a dumb thing for Nintendo to do. But in, like, yes, I would love, I mean, I liked Kid Icarus Uprising from what I could play of it, but yeah, it's really fucking hard to play in the 3DS. I want it to just be released with dual analog. I mean, it's like a Star Fox game almost and a third person shooter. It's really cool. But I think in order to do that, they have to admit that they that they made it bad in the first place and change the control. And I don't think they want to do that. So but, I think they're going to release it with a weird wonky add on for the Switch. But prove me wrong, <laughs> damn it, because I would love to play it correctly and not because i really liked it i just it's fucking hard to play and you can get it i mean i bought it for like five dollars or something like that from gamestop it was really cheap i bought a physical version of it for nothing but it was star fox zero was kind of the same way i'm like that's another thing i, I wanted would, yeah. I, I wanted to like that game but fuck that's another thing that i wanted to see them re-release with switch but fix the controls but i but they might not do that because they don't want to admit that they did it wrong you know i don't know it's just an idea that i that i agreed with from what i saw of that so also, like another easy, easy one I did was like Amiibo. It's like new, new Amiibo. Mm. You know, Resident Resident Evil Revelation Three. Still, uh, still fighting for that one for the one that we saw like <laughs> one rumor of way back when. But it'd be great if it happens. 
This one I think is probably going to happen. Uh, more info about Shin Megami Tensei 5, which is coming out in November. Shin Megami Tensei 5 is the most wanted game of of like of everything in Japan right now. Like on Famitsu, that's like that that's the shit. That's the hotness is Shin Megami Tensei 5. So I'm sure they're going to mention it in some place. And that's the one that I think is probably going to be my game of the year just because I think it looks great. I don't know. There's going to be a lot to go up against, but I don't know. I was going to say one more thing I carried over sort of was like when I was looking at my old bingo card, we had, I had written down a new Mario golf. So between the last time we did bingo and now, (laughs) not only did they announce a new Mario golf game, but we've bought it and we've beaten it and they've updated it. And now we're just for the most part kind of over it. But so I was like, maybe some (laughs) kind of Mario sports game. Yeah. You still play. I still play ranked. Ranked is fun, man. And (laughs) while I played it, uh, Jess and I, we played it with her brother the, like last weekend. It was a lot of fun online. Online still fun. And I love, and I like ranked mode. I mean, I'm going to be, I'll play it every fucking month to get the new, like uh, outfit for the characters. But yeah, I was more general in this case though. I just said some kind of Mario sports because people have been asking for strikers for a long time. I put strikers I, I, on there. Yeah, John put strikers on there as well. So there's a as good... well as uh, the the baseball one. Was that sluggers? Was or it sluggers or slammers? Or... I think sluggers makes like all stars something. Sense. I don't know. All star baseball or something like that. I thought yeah, it was like whatever the hell it was called. King Griffey Junior.'s Mario Baseball. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another that's another game that I mentioned. It was sluggers, Super Mario sluggers. That was another thing that I mentioned on Twitter. Is like one of my my 14th birthday. I got Super Metroid and Ken Griffey Jr. And that was the only time I think I ever got two games from my parents. It was pretty cool. But yeah, I see John has Mario Strikers on there. There's a good chance of that happening because Nintendo, didn't they buy like a, they bought the company who does that, who does a Mm -hmm. a Mm -hmm. Luigi's Mansion as well. Yep. So, uh, and there were actually were hints at it in Luigi's Mansion. Like when you go to the, uh, when you go to the movie studio, they have pictures of movies that are basically based on games that they've made. So you see like a uh, punch out and you see uh, Mario strikers, but in like, as like a movie poster. So they kind of tease it a little bit. So there's a good chance it could come. I put punch out on mine too. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. You put punch out this gun and Pikmin four, the, the elusive Pikmin four, which is, <laughs> which is like, uh, yeah. One of those things that we'll maybe never see again. That's pretty good for our, I was gonna say, that we, 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 I say save we, some for next week. Say we cover. These are, I think these are all. Well, there's some pretty rational ones here. I think we. I think we. This is a good prediction, but we'll find out tomorrow. We could be completely wrong about everything. There was a just put a dance game slash a music game in there. So there you go. Yeah, Jeremy. Another. I mean, there's a good chance there could be another dance game on there. It's another one there. Plus, she put Joy-Con colors, which is kind of the same as the Game Boy one. So that could be. Mm-hmm. I told her that I would wait on my bingo until she got back from work. So I'm going to watch this, the direct, but then I'll watch it again and we'll do bingo and all that. So I'm going to try to avoid spoilers because it's while I'm working. Yeah. Um, well, you just, you know, it, you just got to stay off of social media in general. Just completely. Don't look at anything. No, like. Don't look at the, Slack either. Don't. Well. I got to turn off yeah. my Slack notifications. Yeah, because well, normally we try to start we it. Post. We try to start it as like yeah, a don't separate post group. Until but we yeah. all say we've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know if that would be. Yeah, I don't want to be a spoiler on that. Also, what I what I'm watching it live. So what yeah. I, I'm going to watch it when Keep it happens. Yeah. Oh, and and I wanted to tell anybody who's listening to this because I'll have it edited and posted before this happens. I'm going to stream whatever the fuck happens at a on this on the switch or on the direct. 
So if there's like Nintendo 64, Game Boy, whatever, I'm going to play that shit and I'm going to stream it tomorrow night, as in Thursday night. Right? Okay, no, this wouldn't have been out by then. But I'm going to still stream this Thursday night. The patrons will know about it, but the but the regular people won't. But I, anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stream it on <laughs> twitch.tv <laughs> slash Nintendo main podcast. The ordinary people, I guess it's better. Not not the greats. But yeah, no, I'll I'll stream whatever comes out Thursday night, twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast. So check that out. Maybe I'll do it again on Friday too, if it's something really, really good. But that's those are our predictions. Hopefully they're all good and all that shit. And thank you everybody. Hopefully every single one comes true. <laughs> yeah, right. Especially uh Skies of Arcadia. That game's great. But that has been our episode two eighty nine. Thanks everybody for listening. And if you want to hear more of us, go to patreon.com slash main podcast. You can listen to our our best year in gaming, which I am still at the top on that one. Somebody's got to really? get in there and vote for something other than 2002. I haven't seen it happening, but it's got a lot of votes here. That's all I'm saying. But uh, if you get on there, you can vote on, on the best best year in gaming. And also, I, I put out the uh, the first 30 minutes is for free. You can listen to it on the, on the regular feed and all that stuff. And, you know, if you want to actually vote on it, though, you got to jump on there. And you can also find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com, uh, YouTube.com slash NintendoMainPodcast. Uh, you can find Jeremy and I on Twitter at Nintendo underscore domain or at jmaxstack. Look up a uh, hashtag Metroid memories. We put a lot of cool stuff on there as we count down to Metroid Dread and all that shit. But thanks everybody for listening to us. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. And uh, we will see you next week to talk about what happens in the direct. See you there. Yeah, because somebody <laughs> might because somebody might punch him. Who, who's there, right? Safety doorknob, like because they do that all the time. The ghosts do.
the ghosts that live oh, in John's apartment. The most annoying poultry guys are the doorknob poultry guys. Poultry guys. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really hurt that much. Zombie like, chickens tonight. <laughs> poultry guys, man. Watch it on Troma now. First month is free, by the way. Watch all that shit. <laughs>